Welcome to the dark future. Welcome to Red Sky City. I'm tormented by gnomes. I'll be your game master today. And joining me, we've got Bren, we've got Seltzer, we've got Hello Kelly Link, and we have a special guest star today, Necra. Necra, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I am really excited to be a part of the show, and I can't wait to, you know, maybe throw a wrench into things. <laughs> You're going to fit right in. Um, why don't you tell our viewers just a little bit about who are you? What's your thing? What do you do? Where can they find you? My name is Rosemary Kelly, otherwise known as Necra in the esports and gaming industry. I am a full-time commentator, host, and content creator, and I also do a little bit of VO work. Um, but you can find me on Twitter at Necra Gaming, spelled N-E-K-K-R-A, and hopefully I'll see you all around in the next couple of shows. Excellent. So... If you are just joining us, uh, you have a lot to catch up on, so I'm not going to do a full series recap. I should come up with an elevator pitch for that. But in our last episode, uh, three out of four of the folks who are here today made it back to Night City after a dangerous adventure on the high seas of the, of the Pacific Ocean in the middle of the Pacific Garbage Patch, chased by helicopters and automated mines and freakish cybernetically enhanced dolphins with robot arms. Against all odds, they managed to return to Night City with a mysterious object that they retrieved from the Hakuto Maru, a derelict ship that once belonged to a subdivision of Arasaka. The object that they retrieved is a 300-pound metal capsule labeled with the words Deep 4. There is a single access port on it that was physically locked when they retrieved it. Since then, our heroes have had the chance to make it all the way back to their hidden bunker underneath the combat zone. They've had, let's say, two days to rest, and uh, under the medical auspices of Jerax, that means that anyone who's taken damage, including Jonah, can heal four times their body score in damage. So go ahead and heal that up right now. You have a chance to repair your armor if your armor's taken damage. And just to generally reconnect with the people of Night City, check in on everyone, the Monarch, having accomplished a lot of his personal goals, is taking some personal time to spend with his family, deal with the fact that Oro passed, get drunk at Booger's bar, you know, shoot some new and interesting people in the face. <laughs> you still have his, uh, his contact information, but, you know, he's off doing his own thing. Jim Fingers is busy putting into plan his action, putting into action his plan, I do this for <laughs> a living, folks, to... Take over and restabilize the combat zone. After our heroes threw the combat zone at the heart of Night City into total disarray by killing off many important players in the scene. The Solo Royal, the Fixer Rex, Pagliacci, the leader of the Bozos, Babylon, the leader of the Red Chrome Legion. Jim is establishing an alliance of different booster gangs and power groups in order to contain the chaos of the combat zone and put himself up at the top. He's been meeting with the 6th Street Gang. He's been meeting with Double or Nothing and some other folks. So he is working on that project, but still sending you leads to help your hunt into the corporate conspiracy that has confounded you all. Why don't we quickly run through our heroes and just give us a chance to say, in your few days before we move on with our story, aside from resting and recovering, what would each of you be doing? Let us start with Jerax. Uh, I think Jerax, when he got back immediately, he would... So there's like a couple of things in his mind. So he, he, he's had a, a pretty lucky string of events where he hasn't needed to uh, 
to conceal any objects. So he spent his time studying how to conceal and reveal objects to a certain degree. Uh, don't know why he might do that. I mean, he's just got a, an inkling that something might come up where he needs to conceal something. But I think alongside that, he would have immediately put in um, a custom work order because he knew it would take time for a cane um, that could conceal his monofilament blade. Um, if there would be any way to do that. I don't know, Joe, you tell me. All right. Uh, while we move on to the rest of the party, I'm going to need <laughs> you to Google the specs and parameters of your average katana. So we uh -huh. know like what the diameter of this thing would have to be. Okay. Uh, and, and then we'll figure it out from there. So that's your homework. <laughs> Let's move on to Natalie. What is Natalie Smith up to now that you're back? You have a little bit of downtime to try to do something resembling normal life. Well, as soon as we got off the ocean and got back to Stelser, uh, blowing up. I had so much work that I had missed, so I actually kind of had just had my head down at the office, just like grinding away, mm. uh, putting in as many hours as I could for what I had messed up, and as well as uh, all my, my skill points that I've been earning, I'm just going to get those eventual upgraded to teamwork so I can, you know, invest in Jonah, you know, really what I'm about now. I respect that. I respect that. Jonah is uh, pretty badly injured. You may recall that he threw the pin instead of a grenade and it blew up in his hand. So uh, if it's all right, he's going to take a couple of days of personal time. And by personal time, I mean, he could float in Jarex's cryo tube, but honestly, <clears throat> Network 54 has good medical coverage for its bodyguard. So he's probably just going to rely on that to get healed back up to full or at least oh, something to full, close to say. it. Uh, no, just uh, like okay. I said, double his body, uh, four times his body score. What are some of the items at the top of Natalie's to-do list right now? What are some of the urgent fires she's working on putting out? Um, there was honestly something just kind of really catty going on with some of the lower management where they just kept submitting claims on each other. And so she just had to go through this whole like, you know, Trello board and just uh, let go of all the comments on there. Uh, that was just pettiness between them. Um, she had some pitches that she had to put together. Uh, definitely some stuff coming across her desk about some shows that she's personally really excited to like start watching. And so she's kind of just been freelancing, putting together some marketing material, like in her spare time as she's inspired. And uh, yeah, just a lot of emails and just, you know, clicking scene on a lot of stuff. <laughs> Control A, right click, Marcus Red. Yeah, it's your best friend. Uh, <laughs> last but not least, what is the frizz up to? Well, we were gone for a while. And uh, apparently all of her students were a little mad because they pay for her courses and she hasn't been providing the daily courses as she does. And she was just going to call them all ungrateful brats and everything. But because uh, she didn't want to give them all refunds, she likes the money that she gets, she decided to kind of win them all over by providing a new series of lessons focused on nautical uh, hacking and net running. Who, what a coincidence. Mm. Um, so that's what she's doing right now. She's been probably releasing a few videos out there informative learning about speedboats and maybe even some heavy machinery lessons in there as well. I want to do something with if nautical net running is something you wish, send out fake emails and then you can fish, but I'm still working on it. We're Ooh. still in the development phase right now. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Keep us updated. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. Like, I'll, uh, <laughs> hopefully by tomorrow I'll have a working model. I was going to say, I'm a little surprised that the Frizz isn't on the Patreon model where, you know, you pay for every batch of content instead of a monthly subscription fee. I suppose it is more lucrative that way. 
I feel like this is more just like what modern teachers are. I feel like the education system, at least outside of those like Arisaka, Arisaka company houses, is mm -hmm. probably very fragmented and there isn't actually like any kind of school system. And I don't know even like, you know, does Patreon exist? The internet's not really there. So she's having to do something a little bit more nefarious as far as like entering the dark web and providing this to people. So uh, she's more of a, you know pay me all right now and maybe you'll get your videos kind of deal. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what she's doing right now. Yeah, you only get away with that crap if you're the best of the best, which fortunately, exactly. you know, you're up, you're up there. I did stop a nuclear bomb. That's true. That is, that is a thing that happened and streamed it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right. Now, after a few days of settling back in and getting a chance to recover, the team has turned their attention to the deep four capsule that you've recovered. I want to bring a few things to your attention right now with regards to this object that you retrieved. The last words of the solo Royal, who was working on behalf of the conspiracy. You know a few of the companies involved in the conspiracy. You know they were trying to get AD, the Arasaka database, which turned out to be the Arasaka device and thermonuclear weapon. You don't know which one they thought it was, or which one of those two they wanted, and you don't know what they wanted with it. You know a group of different corporations are working together, but outside of that one object that threw your lives into chaos and destroyed your original home, their motivations and objectives are largely hidden to you. All you know is there's a bunch of powerful corporations working together, and that they seem to have it out for you because you messed with their plans. The last words of Royal, who, as I said, was working, for the conspiracy was deep six. You've seen a D six expense code appear on the budget statements of multiple companies, all involved in the conspiracy thus far. The capsule you recovered from the Hakuta Maru is labeled deep four. This ship has been out at sea for the last 22, 23 years or so. There's one other part of this that I'm not sure if the entire team is aware of. And this is something that only the Frizz would know about. Ooh. Deep five. <laughs> We're not there yet. We haven't found the missing link. Should I say right now? That it well, if you're if you're aware of what it is, then it's up to you if you want to share that information with the team. Um oh, gosh. But um, yeah, this is terminology that has come up in your past. Okay, okay. I think I know what it is. I'm not, you, yeah, you've gave me a lot to yeah, read. I ambushed you. I was reading your bio. That's totally fine. So when you were first looking into Rockland Augmentics. Okay. See, that's what I was going to mention was Rockland Augmentants, but I didn't mm -hmm. know if that was what it was actually yeah. correct. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yes. That there's definitely been some, you know, relationships between Arasaka and Rockland mm -hmm. and, uh. We need to fight, like figure out why. I don't necessarily know like why that they are working together, but like mm -hmm. obviously Rockland is a, a huge corporation, and Arasaka is something that's been banned for quite a while. So why are they working together? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was a contact whose code name was Deep, who was providing Rockland Augmentics with Arasaka cybernetic schematics and technology illegally, sending them the, this information. That code name of that contact is one of the last things that you discovered, Kelly, before the hammer came down on your family and everything went south. Okay. 
Now, all of that being said, attempts to crack into the Deep Four capsule thus far have all failed. It's got multiple layers of incredibly sophisticated security. To the best of your knowledge, the outside of it is probably lead-lined. It resists internal scanning. It's resisting sonar. It's got its own proprietary operating system that is not compatible with anything that you've got on your side right now. And it's got fail-safe measures. Too many failed attempts to turn it on, unlock it, and just activate the damn thing will cause it to erase itself, possibly explode. We're not sure yet. So cracking into it is proving to be extremely difficult. However, you do have a couple of leads. Natalie, while you're at work in a meeting, you happen to oversee on Todd's desk. He has an invitation to an exclusive party that's being held in one of the Starscrapers. Uh, the Starscrapers are these mega buildings designed to completely house a workforce. It's, you know, all in one, where you work, where you live, recreation, so on and so forth. There were a lot more of them before the bomb went off at the heart of Night City. But Rockland Augmentics has a large portion of one of the few remaining Arcology Starscrapers. There's an executive who's holding a party to celebrate the launch of a new line of Rockland Augmentics technology. It is the Rock 2 Signature Frames. It's a, it's a skeletal reinforcement frame that allows for increased nerve transmission. It's designed to help fight things like Parkinson's, increase uh, reactions and reflex, monitor bone health and deal immediately with fractures. It's supposed to have medical applications, military applications, so on and so forth. This party is being held tomorrow. It's in the penthouse of one of the execs for Rockland. It's got a very, very exclusive invite list. Now this guy is the head of counterintelligence for Rockland Augmentics. And thanks to the Frizz, you happen to know that if anybody has access to these deep four codes, it's him. Because- oh, Did you say he did for Rockland? I'm sorry. He is the uh, senior vice president of counterintelligence. When people are spying on the company or people are selling company secrets, he's the one who drops the hammer on them. Just like he did to your family back in the day. Now, of particular note here, Jerax, is the fact that the technology that they're announcing is not unlike some of the tech that you stole in the UK a few years ago. That's weird. Uh, you know, it had to do with bone matrices and uh, nerve signal pathways, sort of allowing bones to do some of the work of nerves, hmm. which is supposed to overall increase efficiency and computing power and make cybernetics much more effective and reactive. Uh, it's not quite the same as the tech that you happened to get away with, but it's definitely along the same lines. The problem is, you need invites, you need to find a way to get in, and if you're going to get in, you're going to need to blend in, because this is going to be an incredibly high society, like, the movers and shakers of Night City are going to be here. You're almost certainly not going to be allowed to bring in weapons. Uh... And once you get in, you'll have a few options. You might be able to talk to somebody who will know the secrets of how to unlock the device. You might be able to steal the authenticator that you need in order to unlock the device. Or the original files that uh, Kelly was digging through, that the Frizz was digging through back in the day, are going to be housed in this guy's private server. 
So you have some options. It's just a question of how you deal with it. And, of course, how you dress for it. Well, Joseph, if you'll allow it, uh, Natalie actually has this all figured out, and it was a series of happenstance spawning from why she brought up this party <laughs> invite to Jerax and uh, Miss Frizz to begin with. Oh? When she saw the invite and, and the, the mech suits coming out, I want to tell you, like you said, there's a ton of applications and military applications, but Natalie has been following the release of this suit primarily because it pairs so nicely with the release of the Silicon Husbando 800. And <laughs> what you do is you actually affix the frame, put in some minor program, bam, instant husband. So there's a bit of an <laughs> online fan club, offline sort of, you know, as you do in Night City. Uh, She's got a fan group for these, and so when she sees the information, she rushes home to tell Jerax and Miss Frizz because she has a fixation and she has to share it. But mm. I'm pretty sure they have the applications uh, of going to this party, all the potential things that could come out of it. Fortunately, I also have a couple of local friends that are also really interested in the husbando line of silicone husbands and wives. And wouldn't you know, one of my really good friends actually maintains like a full wardrobe of outfits for these things. They've got several of these silicon bodies and the older frames there. So uh, if you'll allow it, I'd like <laughs> to go over to this friend's house and maybe just borrow some clothes and find out some things about the older models and, you know, sneak into this party for my reasons and for, of course, the grand conspiracy reasons. Oh, why always with the if you'll allow it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're gonna- I just want a you're friend go who has clothes. <laughs> That's fair. All right. So this friend has clothes and the uh, the application that Rockland came out with, it's a graph that goes onto a skeletal structure. So it would be, I'm going along with your idea, but it's more that it would form the core of a realistic mm, synthoid yeah. rather than that it would you be like the exterior it. frame. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it's like the term, it, you know, you could do sort of a Terminator thing with artificial flesh on top. Uh, I'm not going to think about that too much more, but yeah, that's definitely a thing that could happen. All right, now, if I'm understanding you correctly, this means that you can take care of wardrobe, but you'll be picking out what everyone's wearing. Of course, yeah. All right, and and uh, the members of this particular fan club, I have no idea what their fashion tastes are like. <laughs> so oh, yeah. why don't you describe for me what you're bringing back for the three of you? Well, honestly, this fan club has kind of a really far reach, and the outfits you can get out of it, uh, you know, vary widely. There's, of course, um, classic superhero outfits. You can put them in uh, all sorts of period pieces, and, of course, modern fashions, uh, you know, that, that you would want to see your spouse in. So uh, I, I don't want to go too crazy here, but I can't help but get something kind of a, a little on the fancy end of, uh, of kind of what mm. is considered modern fashion here. So... I see a really nice, very tailored suit that it would absolutely fit Jerax, but it's got this great piping that I just think if he happened to pull his mono katana, which he can't, because he can't even bring it in there. He really shouldn't be there. Uh, it yeah. would just, it, it's this, this neon green piping uh, down the sleeves, you know, on, on every sort of uh, place where the stitching would be. And then just, uh, just really big Kingdom Hearts style poofy pants. Just absolutely <laughs> like social distance. <laughs> Like, you know, just sort of, he's got like a, like a, like a classic genie bottle silhouette when he puts it on. Uh-huh. And then, uh, Miss Frizz, I, she's gonna hate me, but I saw it and it just screamed Miss Frizz. It is a skin-tight latex suit. It is like a, like a marbleized kind of 
shiny purple material just whoosh. And then <laughs> when you when you think you've got it on, no, nah, no, nah, there's an inflated ring that you can choose to turn on that just gives you like whoosh, huge muscles. Your choice. Um, <laughs> Wait, and what? I mean, What's my choice? I don't know if you want to inflate them. You can either be like in the skin tight purple latex suit or you can go boof and you can be in like a Superman like muscle bodysuit. But this is what fashion is in Night City. I certainly haven't uh, done a lot of shopping, but this is this is what I bring home to you. <laughs> okay. I have a dress that looks like Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz in the 40s. It's terrible. It's a horrible fashion choice and I'm very fixated on it. All right, so Natalie comes back to the top secret bunker incredibly excited with all of these, you know, suit hang, you know, those, uh, what do you call the damn bags that you carry your things in so they don't wrinkle when you're going to the event? Those oh, things. Like a suit bag. Garment bags, garment bags, suit bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garment bags. All right. And uh, presents you with these outfits, reassuring you that these are the very latest in Night City fashion. Now there is a skill in this game called like grooming and dress or something along those lines, which, you know, rest in peace, Wardrobe. Oro might have had, but. You don't have to wear these, but I'm very uh, excited to present them to you. I'm quite, I think Jags would be very excited if like, I mean, you, you said this is, I mean, this is the latest fashion, right? I, oh yeah. I mean, I'm gonna fit right in. I mean, I've got this guy working on this cane as well for me. Like, this this is perfect. I'm, I'm like, in Jarek's head, he's putting together the perfect character. He is going to become the character to fit into this party. You know, he's been watching a lot of Christian Bale films. Mm -hmm. You know, there's one... Uh, historical there's, documentaries. Yeah, this old historical documentary about, like, one of the first real looked-up-to uh, businessmen, you know, in high society. Um, he murders a lot of people, but who doesn't in Night City? So it's like, yeah, I mean, he, he started this weird trend. Um, yeah. And uh, he's been kind of trying to mimic that person. He's been practicing his smile in the mirror. It's just <laughs> this weird, creepy <laughs> smile. And he, yeah, I mean, Jack sees the outfit and he's, I, I love it. I love it. I mean, this is, how did you know what I was thinking? I, it just screamed your name. I saw it and you had to have it. So I'm so excited you love it. I think you're going to look great in it. Yeah, I, I, also, I also just mode. spent, uh, when, when you were going for the introductions, I've done a lot of research on sword canes, um, if you'd like to hear them, Joe. By all means, please, go so, ahead. So, typically, sword canes range um, roughly, roughly uh, about, I'd say, 85 to 100 centimeters in length. And mm -hmm. it just so happens that a katana, not made into a sword cane, stands at roughly 100 centimeters. Um, now, the, the sword canes of those proportions that are around like 80 to 100, typically they go longer depending on if you, how tall you are. Now, Jerex is six foot, so he would require an 100 centimeter sword cane. So this is all coming together uh, ever so slightly. Now, I don't know the exact like diameter of it, but mm -hmm. I would definitely have gone to um somebody with this project in mind uh, i would probably would have asked jim if he knew anybody who could come up with some bespoke cane distinctive uh, but also definitely doesn't look like a monofilament blade um you know when it's inside as luck would have it 
Jim recently made contact with somebody who does all sorts of machining projects. As long as you don't mind it being in primarily metals rather than wood, mm -hmm. he happens to know just the guy for the job. It's a jet hunter. Yep. Normally oh. does cars and the like, but uh, pretty sure he can make an exception for this one. He seems like a stand-up guy. I mean, I can't say no. <laughs> Perfect. All right, that's going to run you at least 500 eddies. You got it? Because oh, here's yeah, no, the thing. No problem. Like, you can't just hide this thing, right? You're going to go through scanners. You're going to go through security. Uh, it, it's got to be able to stand up to some pretty serious scrutiny. So if you want mm -hmm. the additional layering that's going to uh, scramble incoming EM and sonar waves to give the, the appearance of solid material, it's going to run you. Oh, yeah, no problem. Trust me. He's willing to part that money instantly. Mm. The amount of value he's going to get out of this cane now that you've given him this is unbelievable. Every, every exact, like, the acting skill is about to get so much legwork as well. All right. All right. Uh, last thing before we really hit the, the ground running is how are you going to get in? Do you have a plan for getting in? The invite list is extremely exclusive. Well, the invite list is probably digital in the world of Red Sky City. So if anyone can get anyone onto a list, it would be Miss Fritz. That's true. You have a couple of options here because it's not like you have access to the central um, repository, right? They're going to be checking these invites against a database. But maybe you could get access to one of the invites and then work up a little, you know, forgery of your own. That might be viable. Yeah. Maybe put just our names on the database. Maybe swap some names out. They don't need to go. They don't need to be there. We need to be there. All right. So the database itself is likely going to be on site where the party is being held. So if you want so to. We should, I definitely think we should try that, but we should also have a plan B then. Because if we get mm -hmm. prepped and then go there and it doesn't work, that's going to be some wasted time. Uh, is there any way we could get the list beforehand and do some outside research into if there are any guests turning up that are particularly private that people wouldn't know the faces of the guest list is not public the only oh. invite you're aware of right now is in the hands of todd and it was almost certainly bcc'd to keep the identities of the other participants private yeah can I use human perception when I'm around Todd at some point during the work week to see how he would feel about, you know, me owing him a favor and him putting us in the guest list? Or do I get the sense that Todd is like barely invited himself? Hmm. Well, roll human perception. We'll see what sense you get. Let's see here. Oh, you're muted, Joe. Ooh. One IP. Everyone gains one improvement point. I'm, I wasn't Ooh. sure why it was uh, blacked out there. Everyone should be able to see the main screen. With a 15 human perception, it's kind of hard to read Todd. He hasn't been the same ever since the accident. Uh, so he he's a little tough to read. Hmm. But you kind of get the impression he he would definitely not want... Oh, well then, I... Definitely want to make sure to hide my intentions that I'm trying to go at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, just knowing that he doesn't want me there, I kind of want to play it as like a 
if I run into him, like, oh, they invited you? So I'm just <laughs> that away now. All right. <clears throat> Thank you. Note to self. What else you got? <laughs> I am I'm lost for ideas. I mean, the only thing I can think of is like some weird Ocean's Eleven montage where we're breaking in beforehand to get into the database. <gasps> maybe we could be like servants. Like maybe we could dress up as the, like the catering service. Oh, but then I we just have to, to kill the cane. catering service. Ah, uh, well, yeah. I was thinking we could kill some of the people, some of the people attending. But then I think that would be us just killing powerful CEOs and trying to steal their identity. We also shouldn't kill the catering service either. That doesn't yeah. seem fair. So plan A. What if we, yeah, I don't know. What if we, oh, we need to know who's attending and we could formulate a plan around that. Like we could make sure that their car breaks down in the air because they're probably traveling by Can air. Can I do a database search to see if anyone is bragging about like attending this private party? Because although he himself is probably a little bit private, there's probably a few little fancy clout people out there that want to like, hey, look where I'm going. I'm celebrating with Arasaka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we can threaten them to give us their tickets or something. Who's yeah, bragging? That's not how that works, but <laughs> give me a give me a library search. Twenty. Plus two for your agent. Okay. Yeah, you've you've got a bead on somebody who's supposed to be there. A big petrochem executive. And you've learned from this that the invites allow you to bring a small entourage. So if you can get one, you might be able to make it. Okay. And we just, maybe we like go in disguise. Like maybe we also put like masks on or something. And that seems, I don't know. It, isn't it risky for a bunch of people? Well, I, Miss Frizz is a little nervous showing her face there. Cause she's literally mm. been like kicked out on her. Like they know her family kind of thing. So she's probably going to go in with some kind of like lizard esque mask. I don't know if it's that kind of like ball party or, or whatever they call those things. What I mean, if you're, them? if it's you're better, if it's not. Look, when rich people do weird stuff, it's called being eccentric and it's fine. So. <laughs> there we go. Oh. So yeah, um, Billy. So we, I was going to say, if we find one person, it's fine because they can bring an entourage. Yeah. So yeah. maybe we befriend either this Petrochem individual and say like, Hey, we can be your friends. You need an entourage. I don't know why he wouldn't already have one because he's clearly rich. But or uh, who who was we, it that contacted? What was that? I was gonna say. I think we should try and find someone who we can get in their way ever so slightly. I think by making sure they don't get to the party, but also steal their invitation. And that way we can. I mean, it would have to be someone that no one else knew at a party, which. I mean, the odds of that are pretty slim, I think. I mean, it's hard. Are there anyone that would want to screw over the other party guests by bringing subversives like us to the party? Totally oh, possible. Sabriel, kind of? Oh, okay. So you're saying we should talk to somebody who's going to the party, find out who they don't like, or, or snoop around for any rivalries, and then get information that way? Yeah, because we, we, if someone has an invite, there's probably like biometrics or something tied to that. Like that person's got to be there. They probably all know mm -hmm. each other's faces. This is like if somebody kind of like stepped up and like. Well, they won't know the entourage's faces. 
Hmm. So we gotta we gotta slide in coattails, I think. Todd? Would he be cool with her? I get the sense he doesn't want me there. Yeah. Well, I'm I am I'm actually lost. I don't know how I'm supposed to get into the party. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you have one I feel like lead. I'm standing outside of like the Twitch party. Like I don't know. I texted that. <laughs> that that Petro guy, that Petrochem guy. Yeah, Billy Joe always... Brentwood. He's Billy uh, Joe Brentwood. Absolutely congenial, backslapping. Uh, he's in charge of Petrochem's Night City office. He loves to tell stories about going fishing out in you know the Free Republic of Texas. The last Is one that he caught was just an absolute unit. Ooh. Well, is it possible that he's out at a bar some now, like somewhere right now? Especially since it already looks like he likes to use social media and talk about things that he shouldn't talk about. That is entirely possible. You could probably track him down to a bar somewhere in Night City. I think that's a option that we have. If we befriend this gentleman, talk about how like cool we are and how like important we are as far as like Arasaka's like concerned. And maybe mm. he'll invite us with him as an entourage to seem like he's with like some cool friends. Does he have many friends? Maybe we find somebody who doesn't have any friends. Yeah, he's he he's he's popular. He's got friends. He always uh you know he, he presents himself as this very uh big spirited, easygoing sort of guy. Hmm. Okay. So he's always okay. making new friends, which could be handy. Oh, in that case I can put on my my monarch mask with my acting skill. I feel like he'd get along with Monarch. Like, what was that dinner for chumps or something where everyone's in contest of the weirdest person to dinner? Like, can we be those people? Can we be like a. <laughs> like a, <laughs> like a zoo well, exhibit that he wants to take in? He's currently in the Glen, which is not too far from where you are right now. And he's at a fancy bar called Atlantis Club Atlantis. It's a glamorous, multi level club. It's popular with execs. It's got flashy avant-garde, very disorienting style. Lots of mirrored walls, moving staircases, cerulean underwater-style lighting. <laughs> oh, okay. Miss Frizz, would you be able to send him an email if we got you close enough? Because we could go to this club in our new digs looking super fancy, and then we could spoof an email to let him know that some very cool and exclusive people are at the club and that he should probably make our acquaintance because of how cool and exclusive we are. And with that hot tip from the email, it won't have come from us. Let's mm. see, let's go to the bar and then try and just be cool and exclusive because I feel like getting an email being like, hey, here's some <laughs> cool and exclusive people might be a little on the nose, but if that doesn't work, then the email can be a backup plan. It's true, it's true. All right. I usually have I'm to tell saying, people I'm cool, so it's just a strategy that I've worked with. If I went to a club and someone emailed me being like, hey, there's a dude in a blue shirt you befriend, like, I don't know if I would trust it. Don't worry, he's cool, he's solid, and he's cool. He's not cool. <laughs> but I think we should, we should definitely go to Glenn, though, and wear our new digs, because only high fashion people can get in there, I think. Oh, yeah. That's true. Wouldn't we want to wear different clothes for the big party? Oh, would it not it's gonna be very Marge Simpson to like bring them home. Like, <laughs> them. Oh well, God. I mean, the frizz is fine because all the frizz has to do is in one scene you don't activate the inflatable muscles, and in the other <laughs> scene you do. It's like two different outfits. I like do you it. have a sister? 
<laughs> Does she have really big arms? Like what? <laughs> Thank you, Ian. That's it. <laughs> I was thinking of it more of the SpongeBob big leg, beefy, inflatable arms, but Michelin Man works as well. It'll help me hide my uh, super deck. So I'm I'm actually on Perfect. board with the with the Perfect. poofy arms. Those inflatable Tyrannosaur uh, costumes are considered high fashion. All right, so go. do you want to stroll into Club Atlantis? Sure. Yeah, we All got right. that confidence. All right. Slow-mo shot as everybody gets out of the car, walking up in their digs, the club music bumping, everyone going by, mm. you know, hair flowing as the cameras go off. <laughs> and... You walk into the bar and the entryway is extremely, it's got these like scalloped mirrored walkway and they're, they've got light projectors giving that underwater. You're walking through the shark tube at the aquarium sort of look. They got a bouncer outside. Uh, and as you make your way into the first bar, which is, it's a circular bar. They've got these moving staircases in two different sides. These like actual rippling staircases in either direction. And you see your boy, Billy Joe, sitting there at the bar in all of his finery. And he's got a posse of friends with him. They are all sitting away from him, not looking at him. He is not having a good time. He's looking extremely stressed. He has his hands gripped on a glass because there is somebody else at the bar with him. Somebody with some incredibly intense energy who's having a, a heated conversation of some kind. That girl, what does your character look like? <laughs> I am very vibrant. I, I definitely stand out from the crowd. I'm wearing this big, poofy, giant bow dress, and my hair is up in a high ponytail. I look like this. <laughs> you any idea what I look like. Perfect. Now, Zara, you know about this party. You have your own reasons for wanting to go to this party. For, to go to this party. You're on a similar tack as our friends who you've never met of wanting to be attached to Billy Joe's entourage as you're in. But you have a different tactic because you know things about this guy that he would rather nobody else know about. Um, I know we're making this all up on the spot, but do you have any ideas as to what uh, awful secrets you're threatening to tell and reveal if he doesn't put you on his invite? I know that Billy Joe is letting out a ton of toxic waste into <gasps> the back ends of Night City. And I haven't told anybody yet, but I'm willing to sell the scoop in order to get on this invite list. You know, that's probably why the monarch grew up to be so weird. <laughs> yeah, the toxic waste. Just hanging from the side. Yeah, the toxic waste, sure. Not personal choice or nothing. No. <laughs> hey, the Haywood Industrial Zone is nothing to sneeze at. All right, so as you enter the bar, team, you see this conversation going on. I would go up to the bar and just start listening in, I suppose. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I would also order a, a drink. Mm-hmm. What'll you I have? Wanna... I'll have an alcohol, please. <laughs> what? I see you are a man of taste as well. <laughs> no, I would I would have you know, Jax is not a drinker, but he would have done his research beforehand, so he doesn't look like mm-hmm. an idiot. And he's gonna ask for so he's he did a little bit too much research and he's gonna ask for an incredibly niche beverage. The uh the the Tootsie Pop screw roll. You know, he's going to ask one of those just mm-hmm. as a little, little knowledge oh. test for the bartender. From he's going to stand there. Menu. Yeah, assuming that the bartender knows what he's talking about. He's going to give you a little, little wink. Nice. All right. Well, this is a high end joint. They haven't been asked for one of those for a while, but they'll go ahead and work on it. You hear a, a cement mixer, a power drill, and the faint <laughs> sounds of Bulgarian opera. As they generate the precise conditions under which this drink must be. I thought it was Romanian opera. Yeah, well, you know, that's what you get for what you read about online and what actually goes on in these clubs, not the same. What about the rest of you? I want to go up to the friends and talk to them and just Mm -hmm. be like, hey, Big boys? I don't know why I'm talking like that. Nope, I'm not doing that. But just go up and say what's up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not hitting on them. I'm just saying, hey, what's up? (laughs) All right. Um, Okay, uh, let's call that conversation as opposed to the alternative. Hey, there we go. Very converse. <laughs> that was a library search. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, it didn't roll. <laughs> Unlucky. Oh, wait, there it is. <laughs> all right, all right. It caught up. It caught up. 17. Well, sometimes the classics work for a reason. You know what I mean? So, they are... I'm trying to think of a good analogy for this. It's like if you're at the Twitch party and you went through a lot of trouble to get your friend in and now your friend is making an idiot of themselves, but instead of like calling them out on it and trying to dig them out, they've sort of gone too far and you really regret being associated with them. But your friend also has like 100,000 subscribers, so you can't say anything because you don't have as much clout as they do, so you just kind of have to sit and listen to it. Yes, thank you. Perfect. (laughs) No, I totally understand what you mean. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'm gonna... Ask him, like, you know, hey, what's going on? There's so much drama. This party's for fun. What, why is your friend so mad? I've never seen him like this, or at least not since the uh, the Sovoil deal went south. The what deal? And she, like, pulls out her agent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Chew 2 production figures haven't been the same since a bioengineered play came through a couple years ago, and Petrochem and Sovoil are always arguing over the distribution contracts, and there's a little bit of a t- back and forth, a little quid pro quo going on. Um, you know, that was that was pretty upsetting, but this lady. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, look at that bow. I mean, you got to have a attitude to work with that kind of bow. Hey, don't let her hear you shit talking her. That's Zara. She will drive no, your career into the ground. Man. You got to be a badass to wear that. No, after the piece that she did on the Ziggurat execs. 
So is this like a vibe that like they're in trouble? Like like he's over there sitting with like the principal and like potentially. In uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> That's exactly how you sit with the principal. To be fair. Oh. <laughs> how does it even happen? Out here. Oh, you're by. <laughs> Yay! All right. Yeah, it it's it's not that he's been caught by the principal. It's that um. TMZ caught up with them. But they're not publishing anything. They're asking questions. I'll give folks a local expert check to see if you can ID this person. Thirteen. Thirteen. Ooh. 17. All right. So, uh, what might they have heard about your character, Necra? What, 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 what's the buzz out there for those in the know? Well, I have a feeling Natalie Smith might know me pretty well, actually. Given that I have a rich history of selling stories to network, uh, to the network to, you know, make some, mm. some petty cash along the way and get the scum out of the gutters. Mm. Her name so, has come up several times in the news column. She does a lot of investigative reporting, exposés and the like. So I would imagine as we walked in the door and like Jerax kind of went to the bar and did the normal thing and Miss Frizz walked over to this group, Natalie like threw her arm in front of Jonah. And she was like, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Jonah Zara is here. And just like, like, Natalie's awkward, right? But she's excited, so she's gonna kind of like walk up to this like very serious, quiet two-person conversation at the bar, mm -hmm. and just be like <laughs> to Billy Joe, like, "I'm so sorry, Zara. Oh my God, I just have to say, I loved what you sold us for that great story on uh, what's it about the kibble and how nutritious it was for starving families. I have to say, I read all of your articles, all your submissions, and I even follow your." secret blog hmm. <laughs> so in this situation i feel like zara would be the type of person that would not take this too kindly in fact don't like uh -oh. the idea <laughs> this is very natalie just came in and interrupted my very private conversation with this exec so at this point I turn to her, I just go, do you mind? Oh my God, she said, do you mind to me, Jenna? <laughs> I'm so sorry. If you want to talk later, I'll be over there. Actually, can I get you a drink? And can I get, oh. and I realize it's like Billy Joe and I'm like, oh, can I get you a drink? What if you guys like a drink? Would you guys like something to drink? Can I get you anything? I'm so sorry to interrupt. You could get out of my way right now. You see, like, a single tear run down Natalie's cheek, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> and then she's gonna kind of, like, do that awkward, like, doesn't know where to go at a party, so she just kind of, like, moves next to Mrs. Frizz and, like, stands there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Okay. Uh, Jonah, her hulking bodyguard, gives Zara this very you made her cry look. <laughs> And then walks off to hang out with her. <laughs> you can see Billy Joe as she looks as uh, 
Natalie walks off is almost looking at her like a lifeline slipping through his hands just moments away from, you know, oh my god, that was a possible out. He's distracted from the uh, vice that you had him in there for a moment. I steal that vice right back. <laughs> I, I just get straight down to business with him. I can see him looking Natalie's direction, but I slap him in the face. You're paying attention to me right now. We got to talk about this party that's coming up, and I'm going to be on that list. Look, lady, I I can put you on the list. I can get you in. I can bring you in. But everyone's going to know who you are. There's no way you're going to get past security. They're going to have you flagged from the very moment that you get in there. The last thing they want is a media on the premises. It's not me. Promise. I'll, I'll, I'll do what you're asking here, all right? You're being very entirely reasonable. But there's just going to be some other obstacles. Like, Liam is not a man to trifle with. You get me? Oh, just get me on that list. The rest doesn't matter. Security bots, bodyguards, automated cameras, none of that. Not not a not a big deal, not ringing a bell here. Then you clearly don't know what I'm capable of. I think I'll take that drink. I by the way, I think when Zara <laughs> slaps him, I don't know if anybody can slap anybody at a bar and not have the whole rest of the bar be like <gasps> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh <laughs> I will allow perception checks from the entire group. Nice. Nice. Okay. Some of you definitely overheard what he was saying just now. Would I have overheard? You got you got bits and pieces of it. Hmm. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Did somebody say security bots? And that's my cue as Jax Ashwater steps into the conversation. I remember working on those models, version six back in the day. 22 those were the days i tell you, wait we're in the year 2020 never mind that's 45 77 44 and 45 okay 22 does work i remember that back in 22 yes i mean the boys down at r&d had a tough time with version 5 you know all those you know mysterious issues that they had when they were testing it back in australia but i'm telling you, you know it's what's progress about a bit of sacrifice hey eh? here here she holds up her drink and takes a swig. <laughs> I don't know if I quite know what to do with this situation now. We've got we've got this new new character coming into the fold of the conversation, but my interest has peaked a little bit now. I hmm. now feel like this group of people might be able to help me. Whether I like them or not, because I definitely didn't like Natalie. <laughs> Whether I like them or not, I think that this is the right group of people for me to pull into the conversation now. And Jarek specifically, I think, is, is the one that I, I, I look at and I can, I can maybe tell there, there's something not quite right about what he's saying. <laughs> but I do appreciate that he's come over now and entered into the conversation. Hmm. And I, I would introduce myself and I say, uh, my name is Patrick Bateman. 
<laughs> no, my hand. Well, you're lucky the monarch isn't here. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Oh. I, I so in I think here now I I'm I'm now interested uh, with 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 Jerex. I've got some I've got some business with him. I excuse myself from this mm. this exec, and I turn right. to Jerex, and I decide to 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 ask come talk with me for a second. Yes, of course. Yes. So we go over to a different part of the bar, and now I I'm, I'm turning on the social aspect of uh, social mm -hmm. aspect a little bit up a notch here. Say what? What do you know about these security bots? How 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 can I get past these? Well, you know, I mean, we worked in the back in, like I said, twenty two. I was with that company for, I mean, a good few years now. But I mean, were well, you having problems with some of these security bots? I heard that there was some party you're trying to get past. I mean, I remember back in my heyday. I'm telling you, I was getting into all sorts of business, nasty little events. The corps, I shouldn't really call them corpos. You know, it's a bit of a derogatory term. And after all, they do pay the bill per se but uh yeah i mean i i know a thing or two about them i've you know whole team kind of out of that business these days they'll kind of work more on the freelance market you know if you do need summer services make sure to give us a call i think i have a proposition for you oh there's this party that i need to get into and i have an in now with this petrochem exec please don't hurt me miss Oh, the, I, the party I want with you Liam. To, I think, I, yeah, that party. I, I have some business with him that I, I want to a, a check out. And I think you all might be the right people to get me into this party. What do you say? News. You know, I, I like the cut of your jib. I'm telling you now, because that Liam bloke, I tell you, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. I've been trying to get into his little digs, little exclusive thing. He thinks just because, you know, I left the company a couple of years ago that I'm not invited anymore. But that is just... I mean, preposterous. I mean, the, the entirety of nice cities is, I mean, they, they all use my technology. The fact that he wouldn't even give me an invite. So if I could come along, bring my team, you know, we accompany you alongside your invite, I'm sure the security won't be a problem. I like the sound of that. You, you, you hear that? Yeah, oh, Billy, Billy, Billy Joe, you're, you're getting <laughs> these guys in too. He looks at the lot of them, sort of, he goes between, you know, Jerax, who's somehow still talking. Uh, <laughs> Natalie, who looks distraught and is being consoled by this just absolutely massive shouldered, you know, man. And then the frizz is just... <laughs> he starts counting all of them. Oh, Billy! Oh, sorry, you don't know me. My Patrick Bateman, uh, of course. And I'm going to hand him an off-white cream crisp business card. Just All right. You know, clean around the edges. <laughs> so I've prepped beforehand. Oh, actual cardstock. Imagine that. Yes. I like no, no. that. The classics never go out of style. Traditional, exactly, exactly, exactly what I was saying. You know, I, I, it appears that you know your 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 acquaintances, and I don't want to you know delve into it too much, but I feel like you know we could all help each other a little bit here. And you know, I, we're just going to be accompanying you on your little trip. I know you got that party kicking off with Liam, and I tell you, he owes me a couple of favors. And you know, don't worry, I'm not going to get into too much trouble. But I really do appreciate you letting me tag along with a lot of my crew as well. You know, there's a few of us in total, but I'm sure it shouldn't be a problem. He looks 
from the lot of you to all of his friends who are gathered around, none of whom will be going to this party anymore, all of whom were very excited to go to this party. He's conflicted. He looks at them. He looks at the group. He looks at Zara. His face goes a little bit ashen. And he says, uh, well, I, I guess, uh, guess that's that. Just, you know, don't, uh, don't embarrass me too much in front of the big kids, right? Oh, not a problem. I mean, I was changing their diapers, I'm telling you. I mean, it's these guys, they think they run the town. I tell you, I know who runs the bloody town. It's not them. It's, it's not, I mean, it was me, but it's not anymore. <laughs> Jax, roll an acting check. Uh, oh my God. Simply because the age difference. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Let's go. And he, he channels the very ghost of Tiberius Wanderstave, rambling <laughs> ancient man, infused with his own, the, uh, the ashes of his own legacy. Oh, and I'm in the character now. I'm like in the character. Yeah, so no, you're, you're... I mean, do you like Huey Lewis in the news? I'm just going to start shooing his ear off about it. <laughs> uh, you see the face of a powerful executive who is now powerless, trapped in a, a pointless conversation. This is hell. This is truly hell. Does he offer you a All right, drink well. Ticket? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this party doesn't even do drink tickets. This is one of those, Ooh. you know, they walk around with a tray and you just grab it. Would you like some pureed filet mignon with a crumpling of uh, gold flakes on top? We have that. All right. The lot of you are going to be free to take his AV to the party. Is there any last minute prep that you would want to do beforehand we'll just give you like a, a scene if you need to scatter and then meet up again later right you're not going to go straight from here to there um he's thoroughly cowed by zara's blackmail zara has enlisted the assistance of our team of experts and you have a chance to make any preparations that you'd like is there anything you'd like to bring or prepare aside from your brand new shiny sword cane sword cane sword cane i'd also I was just going to say, I'd also fill in Miss Frizz with what we need to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can I, with that being said, can I wear my body weight suit underneath this relatively tight but also poofy outfit that I'm wearing? I'm going to say yes. Okay. Because yes. I definitely need to wear my cyber deck if we're going to mm -hmm. go in here and hack some systems. This is going to be a factor, by the way. Zara, you already live a high fashion life. You've managed to integrate some armor material into your everyday wear. The rest of you, however, don't normally go around dressed like this. So this, you don't have high fashion armor. Now, Jerex, you have the benefit of your subdermal plating that you had installed as part of a corporate favor earlier on. So you're gonna go mm -hmm. into this with armor value of seven. But Natalie, oh, and also Jonah. Jonah wears an armored, you know, suit. but. Natalie, your costume does not have armor integrated into it. No, but I I would like to think that Jonah would show some concern here. This would be one of those moments mm -hmm. he's actually really excited about stepping up and maybe sharing some advice with me, his superior, and he's saying, um, you know, miss, um, you might want to consider reinforced formal wear. All right. And I are there any sort of like like things that I could buy with my I think I got like eight hundred eddies or something? Mm-hmm. It's like a can I come in here and make a peace offering? I'm making like a chihuahua every time you come near me. 
I, like, I, I go think I have Jonah, unfinished like business here. I, I think I have unfinished business with Natalie. I recognize, despite my nature that I have of, of um, being a little bit rebellious and, and obviously being very much straight to the point, I realize I probably made her upset. Uh, so I, I, before we leave the bar, I, I go mm. over to I go over to Natalie and and I say, oh, you know what? I'll I'll take that drink now, um, and and we sit down and we we get a chance to talk. And at a certain point, I almost rudely state to her, "You don't look like you belong here." Yeah, I am wearing a Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz like apron and gingham dress, and I'm like, "Whatever do you mean?" <laughs> And, and and so at, at this point, I, I think everyone else can pass, but Natalie. Natalie, uh, let me make it up to you a little bit here. I realize I didn't get a chance to, to talk to you the way that I probably would have wanted to. I'm going to let you borrow something from my place for this party tonight. This honestly actually somehow terrifies Natalie more because she's used to abuse <laughs> from CEOs and higher up in the corporate world. She's definitely not nice, like used to like the the yo-yo between like nice and abuse. So she's like, oh, what? Uh, yes, Miss, whatever you say. <laughs> I, I definitely see myself saying it more of like it, not like a peace offering, but more of like a you're gonna wear something of mine. Uh <laughs> this is happening now. Whatever yep. you want. <laughs> All right, what do you pick out for her? I pick out. This leather jacket combo um, with these, uh, so it's a it's a leather jacket, and you also wear this uh, bright blue bodysuit underneath it Ooh. with uh, a bit of um, uh, a big. I, I like the skirt you're wearing, so I give you a big poofy skirt to go with it. Ah, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Almost like a tutu, but not quite. He's <laughs> like super like it was this nineties grunge like tutu skirt and Ooh, yeah, okay. Wearing jeans underneath your dress kind of vibe. I like it. Does my bodysuit also become a muscle suit? <laughs> I don't give you that option, but it it does have some body armor in it. Dope. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So that's gonna give you an armor value of seven. While you wear this, uh, I'm going to leave it to the two of you to name this accoutrement. But yeah. Um, before we head out, and mm -hmm. I, since I had access to the invite that uh, Billy had, mm -hmm. did I notice anywhere on there that it said, like, no uh, photography, no camera work, like, anything along that level? Yeah. No media, no photography, no camera, no social media posts, no weapons. So they probably wouldn't like me having a cyber deck. Probably not. No, they would assume that you're going to hack the place. You also have a yeah. good feeling about this, that this guy, Liam, he's going to have not only black ice in his network, but he's probably got a dedicated, he's having all these people in his private sanctum. He's got a net runner on staff. I'm going to I'm play, obviously keep going with the game, but I'm just going to look at my options that I have for my cyber deck. I know mm -hmm. that there isn't really like any cloaking opportunities, but I'm just gonna see what they have and I'll come back to you and see if like we can work something out on how I'm gonna like keep it hidden. Well, we do have somebody in the party who recently took some ranks in conceal reveal object who might be able to give you some pointers. Uh, let's go ahead and go to a break. And when we rejoin our heroes, we'll have you 
in the a the luxury AV, awkwardly riding with Billy Joel, sipping on champagne, and getting ready to go to the fancy party. So stay tuned. We will be back in just a few minutes. Welcome back to Red Sky City Cyberpunk Conspiracy. You're just joining us. Our heroes are packed into a luxury flying car. They are sipping champagne and sharing awkward looks with Billy Joe Brentwood, an exec from Petrochem, who they've essentially bullied into getting them into this exclusive party so they can steal some big-time corporate secrets. The ride over is... If it was up to Billy Joe, it would probably be a little bit awkward. You know, he's used to being very gregarious and at ease and mastering the boardroom, but he's essentially been hijacked by all these folk. Now... Do each of you have a cover story for who you are? You're about to be hobnobbing with the Nabobs. So, like, who, who I know who Jarex is playing the part of, Patrick Bateman. But what about the rest of you? What's your what's your high society alter ego? Nancy Drew. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I um, represent the Silicon Husbando fan focus group, uh, and I'm here, uh, at the invitation of Billy Joe, also a big fan of Silicon Husbando 880 line products. Petrochemicals have a wide variety of applications in the dark future. <laughs> and plastics. Exactly, exactly. It, you know, it's not just a byproduct, it's a feature. Wait, let me get my shades. Okay, oh, this, yes, please, the shades. Hi, my name is Paris Sheraton, and I just live the high society life that a lot of people just don't really understand. So, of course, I would be invited <laughs> to this party. It just makes sense that I belong here. In fact, everyone else beneath me pretty much just is basked by my glory and this is just another alternative life that Elizabeth Frizzle lives as Paris Sheraton. Nobody's really sure why you're famous. No. But no. everyone just immediately, you know, they're like, oh, of course you're famous. I mean, do you not see how poofy my arms are? Only someone with ultimate <laughs> fame would be this poofy. Arm diameter and fame are directly, they correlate directly. One to one. Zara, are you going in with a cover identity of any kind or just as your own bad self? I think I'm going in as myself. All right. I, I don't think I need to have a cover identity. One of the coolest features about my my person is I've I've got cyberware that allows me to change my hair color and, and, and change Ooh. different aspects of my visual appearance. So mm -hmm. not everybody gets a chance to see who I am on a regular basis. So going over to the club obviously i wanted billy joe to know who i was and know why i was there mm -hmm. but here at this party i can change it so people don't know but i don't need a cover story okay, i'm just there because i've got business what sort of look are you sporting on the way over my ooh, my hair at this point because i i it changes with my mood i'm uncomfortable in this situation I mean, I, I get what I want. I get to go to the party. I don't know very much about the people that I'm next to. So I, it's a little gray. My hair's a little gray. I'm a, I'm a little stressed. Um, I'm definitely shooting Billy Joe just the side eye. I'm just staring at him the entire ride. <laughs> All right. 
What are the rest of you doing aside from again sipping on champagne, or at least champagne's being offered? Who's drinking? Billy Joe certainly is. Uh, yeah, I think Jarex would not partake. Mm. You know, he wants he needs to keep his mind clear for the obstacles ahead as he begins to study the Only... blade cane. <laughs> <laughs> Because I know All they're right. going to look over this, so I want to see, like, are the seams perfect? Will they, if mm. they look at this, are they going to think this is a, a weirdly designed cane, or are they going to see the seam and be like, oh, this guy's trying to take in a monofilament blade? I've seen this back in the Dakotas. Yeah. While I was drinking, you were studying the blade cane. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking, go ahead. Uh, Sorry, I was just going to say Paris Sheraton is going to pretend that she's drinking and, like, mm -hmm. have this illusion that she is very, like, under the influence and, like, a bit ditzy. Okay. I'm going to warn warn you right now. Natalie is, one, nervous, two, misread the invitation, thought it said to drink minimum, not maximum, and she wants to get started early, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pre-gaming. And Jonah, like, this whole place is designed for luxury, right? It's got really nice black leather seats, fancy super synthetic leather seats, uh, nice ambient noise playing, great noise cancellation so you can look out over the city without having to hear the hum of the engines. And Jonah looks like somebody took uh, SpongeBob SquarePants and tried to shove him into like a Hot Wheel toy. He's just... <laughs> and he is definitely not drinking, but he's keeping an eye on Natalie and on your but consumption. But I keep levels. handing him a little like like champagne flute in each hand because I have handed him drinks. <laughs> but I don't even know if he can like T-Rex it up to his mouth in this. Alright. You fly upwards into the skyline of Night City. The sun has set over a red burning evening long ago. The lights are out. The middle of the city is this dark patch where the damage from the Arasaka tower detonation has never fully been recovered there's this ring of lights around the construction zone everywhere else and this star scraper is it's not on the very edge it's sort of on the middle of this ring of new growth that sprouted up around the core the radioactive core of the city and it is one of the tallest buildings in town it's beautifully decorated it's not one of the gigantic mega buildings just shaped like a block that you'd see this is this is a piece of architectural beauty, and it's still under construction. It's been under construction for years and years and years. They're still developing it. It's so massive that they're able to add little spires and offshoots in different directions as the years go on. You pass gardens and shopping malls and habitation spaces and schools that are all built into this massive, like, 100-plus story building. Till finally you arrive near, but not at the top, at a private landing pad. And you can see a couple of other vehicles coming and going. Most of them are not marked. They're all luxury, personalized, one-of-a-kind vehicles dropping off. And you are escorted as you walk out to an elevator that is going to take you up one of these smaller spires built on top of the Starscraper that leads up to the private penthouse of Mr. Liam which takes our heroes to the elevator. You're all packed in together. Oh, let me grab our, our boy here, Billy Joe. Bring him down. <laughs> Billy Joe. Oh. And he, he, he's trying to, you know, calm himself down, get in the mood of things, get in the spirit of things. Does anybody have any last minute business or questions before we open the doors? Yes, go ahead. 
I would love to conceal my cyber deck if we can do that before we enter the party. Okay. Can uh, I assist with that? Yeah, so what I'm going to do is, what's that skill based on, Ren? Intelligence. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to have... I'm going to have the Frizz make a flat intelligence check. So roll 1d10 plus 8. Ten, and then I'm gonna have Jarex roll a Conceal Reveal Objects check. Sixteen. Nice. All right. He he's sort of giving you instructions on how to do this because you've got the body weight suit which normally integrates your deck, and I'm thinking that what ends up happening. Well, actually, Bren, do you have any advice on the best way to conceal this with her body weight suit and her costume? So as a tech. I would know a thing or two about the uh, the mechanics of the puffy suit that she's mm -hmm. wearing. So I'd be like, hmm, if we just kind of shift out some of the phone and like if we just kind of push that that way, like inside the inflatable arm section here, you can probably fit it in and it's probably, I don't think anybody's going to check this. They're going to assume it's part of the costume. Yeah. Okay. Give it a shot. All right. You reach the top floor of this particular spire, and the elevator doors swing open. Ding! Ooh. Revealing a hallway. At the end of the hallway is a big, obvious automated turret. There are two security guards. Go ahead. Like a gun turret? Yes, a machine gun. That's useful to know. Is it yeah, on? So like, are the lights on, or is it for display? Like, somebody thought it was a cute foyer piece. It is. Uh, it, it looks like it's functional. It's designed for both form and function, which is the Rockland Augmentics way. There are also two security guards flanking on either side, and a number of doors leading from this chamber. A heavily armored door. On the left-hand side with the security console. Two doors leading off to the right. And another door up ahead. Also heavily armored with high security. And the main door, which is a lot less industrial, a lot more pleasant, that leads straight ahead. So Natalie like knows the play is like to confidently walk out past them, but she's kind of like in her head still like stuck rehearsing it because she doesn't have the natural confidence. So she's okay. just like in the elevator still like psyching herself up. Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure Zara just bolts for the door. Okay, go ahead and move yourself just straight on out. I'm pretty sure I just walk all the way forward. I I don't I don't give a care in the world. I am confidently <laughs> moving and I am there for one reason and one reason only and it's to find this son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> I res I respect that. Um hello. Invitation please. Who who are they saying this to? Oh, the person who just walked all the way up to the door right next to the automated machine gun. <laughs> mm. yeah. where, where is it? Where, I, I, I quickly uh, call to Billy Joe to come show mm. the invitation. 
All right. He's going to step out, nod to the guards. Hey, sport, how's it going? Make his way forward. What are the rest of you doing? I'm going to be putting on my best limp impression with my new cane. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to be like, hello, gentlemen. <laughs> Hope they're <laughs> treating not? you well. You know, I remember back in the day. Now, I've personally never been into the security division expert, this kind of thing. But, you know, back in the day, my son actually went into this kind of role and job. And I tell you, sometimes putting up with these higher ups, I mean, they can be right knobs, can't they? Anyway, I hope you get on well. I hope you're getting on well. I hope you have no trouble for the rest of the night. And uh, make sure you stay safe, eh? Mm. Okay. And I'm going to continue on behind Billy after chewing their ear off a little bit more. Jack's roll a conversation check. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you're, you're acting, your acting check is still in effect. You, you are still one with the character. Mm -hmm. But I want a, co a conversation check here to sort of just run the patter. Twenty-five! You kidding me? All right, you 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 can see the words ingraining themselves into these security guards' brains, unraveling their synapses, destroying their focus and their concentration, slowly suffocating the very will to live, <laughs> and uh, that's going to impact their ability to search you. Excellent. <laughs> Jonah is going to tap Natalie on the shoulder. Oh, um, uh, well, Natalie has just watched one do their character performance. And so as she leaves the elevator, she feels uh, a pressure at her to also do her character. So she's like, oh, oh mm -hmm. hello, gentlemen. And then she looks at him and she's like, mm. and then she looks at the other one and she he's kind of muscly. So she reaches out and she like squeezes his forearm a little bit. Whoa, 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 she's don't like, mind. Mm -hmm, excellent. <sighs> Surface tension. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> looking behind. I'm Who like, is your oh, character? <laughs> she's a she's a, a silicon husband magnate. Right, 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 right. That's a <laughs> so, that's that's a r slash new sentences. Um, <laughs> and just comes out and apologizes for her, and then follows her. He gives this like we're both in the business. You you know how it is. You take the job. <laughs> Uh, I'm petrified of this. I'm like, look at I'm like, dude. <laughs> I just want to be out. clear. It's about the cuddle. It's realize it could sound weird. <laughs> oh my god. I don't think that made it better. No. <laughs> All right, Kelly. What? What? What's your intro? How do you? How do you walk in? She's just like, whatever. We should just get in whenever. And she's gonna go up to uh, Billy Joe Bob and uh, mm. be like, hey big boy <laughs> and just kind of like put her, <laughs> put her arm around him she's just gonna play the character of uh you know because he needs a girl around his arm you can't go to a party without some sexy ladies so that's the role that she's gonna fill all right uh the guards are gonna go ahead now that you've walked in and checked the surface tension <laughs> they're going to all right uh weapons no photos no social media inside. You know, Billy Joe, he, he gets the, the invitation. He's like, hey, you got it all here. Everything's in good order. Uh, and he turns in this massive hand cannon of a gun with this, like, gold filigree on the side. And it's got love written on one side and hate written on the other side. He clearly spent a lot of money on this thing. Uh, he's going to turn that in. The guard who wants to collect all this gear is the guard on the left-hand side, standing next to this big old door. Did the rest of you bring any weapons with you aside from Jerax? And if so, 
Are you surrendering them or are you hiding them? Am I, am I surrendering my cane? No, no, no. We're, we're, oh, okay. we're going to get to you in a moment. We're going to resolve sorry, that sorry, in a sorry. moment. But for the rest of the team, what weapons you have, they want you to surrender all of them because they're going to scan you as well. Oh, I forgot about this. So I did bring a heavy pistol mm -hmm. and I turn it over to the guard. Okay. We'll go ahead and take it, put it in a bin. We'll be sure to give you this at the end of the night. Uh, cyber decks don't count as weapons, right? Well, if they don't find them, then nothing yeah. counts. Then no. I have nothing on me besides my... What do, what do rich people drink? Don Perignon? <laughs> I have my Don Perignon with me. All right. Cool. And uh, Natalie? Is a harpoon gun a weapon? <laughs> No. I'm sorry. No, no. I asked the wrong one. I meant the grapple gun, not the harpoon gun. <laughs> uh, the grapple gun. Purely no, transportation. but you're going to have to have a good reason for bringing it into the party. <laughs> um, I'd like to make a cool exit. Jonah will lean over and say, it's a uh, security measure, emergency use only for escapes. You know how it is. And they'll go, oh yeah, no, that checks out. That checks out. Oh, Jonah oh, also shit. turns in his weapons. There's no security protocol that allows him to hold on to stuff, right? Correct. He is allowed to accompany you. He's clearly playing the role of your bodyguard, but even bodyguards aren't supposed to carry weapons in there because it'd be way too easy for someone to be like, oh, you're my bodyguard, not my highly trained assassin here to kill you. That is valid. Uh, our gas masks, are those small? Could I keep Jonah's and mine in my purse? Or alternate question, can I just have a giant purse? Yes, you can have a giant purse. They yes. are going to want to search it. That's fine. It's just got gas masks in it. And then just like, I <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Go on. What else is in? Oh, okay. Your, your prerogative. Your prerogative. Because I was expecting bag, like. Laid dramatically atop everything, hoping that they would not like move aside my lady's uh, bag. The, the classic maneuver. Um, I feel I feel like that once you reach a certain point of, of bodyguard mook training, you're even trained to look out for that one because you have seen too many of your friends be absolutely murdered by badass solos. Uh, it's true. Yeah. So, I was sample packs. Third question. Can I, <laughs> I was like kibble sample packs, gas masks, EMP grenades, breaking and entering kit, napalm. Just. <laughs> All right. Yeah. They they look at the gas masks for a moment. Jonah gives them a look. I'll shrug. Yeah. As long as you're not carrying any gas on you, that's fine. Is anyone else trying to smuggle anything else past them aside from Jerax? Who again we'll get to in a moment. <laughs> Well, I'm trying Thanks. to smuggle my cyber deck in. Yes. Well, you rolled. Yeah, we we did a combined roll for that, so I've got that roll. Uh, Jerex, give me a conceal reveal object roll at a oh boy. bonus for the equipment you've got. Plus two. That is. I'm well, using both my luck on that as well. Let's bring it up to fourteen. Okay. What does acting help carry it all? Not if they find out it's a damn sword. That's... <laughs> I have a good story if I do get caught. All right. Well, here's the other thing. You nailed that conversation check. That was literally to drain their will so that they're going to... That's going to give you a plus. So we're going to bump this up to a total of a 15. Ooh. Oh. 
All right. Fun fact, the skill that opposes conceal object is reveal object. Do you really think your standard security operative would be trained in? They are not. Oh, <laughs> nice. You, you've successfully hidden your mono katana inside the fancy sword. Nice. All right. They're going to welcome you in. Door in front of you opens. The head of security is here in full armor. It's all about making your guests feel safe. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, an, it's right. a nice office it's got like this uh lcd screen up like the the desk is transparent and it's got these rippling waves of light going across it you can tell that the rug was imported there's a couple of real not even hollow plants in the corner uh meet virtual plants hasn't picked up yet so the the, the craze isn't as big as it could be and please step into the room As you step in, you notice that there are security cameras in the corners. Jonah will head on in. And they're going to commence a scan. He's going to hit a couple of buttons as soon as all of you are in, and he's going to go ahead and scan you. Frizz, roll an electronics security check for me. 18. 18, not bad. If that's good enough to beat this. Yep. Nice. Not protect your cyber deck. Well done. The scan clears out. Enjoy. And he'll open the next set of doors. And here, music inside. There's soft lighting as the it's, this is a work this is a corporate penthouse this is a meeting place workplace and living place uh there's hushed conversation in the corners there are servers coming and going bringing all sorts of exported like heavily imported at, at great personal cost delicacies real meats which is wild uh all sorts of little fresh like uh slushies and juiced uh Fruit drinks, some shrimp, caviar, just coming and going, offering you things. The moment you walk in, you are assaulted by the hospitality. They offer you a, a couple of uh, different drinks. They've got wines, they've got brandies, they've got some whiskey, sake. What's your poison? Hmm. Natalie's beginning to understand why they set a minimum number of drinks. There's so many that she has to try. She's going to grab um, <laughs> two of the ones that have some sort of foam off the top and hand one to Jonah. Mm -hmm. And then I'm sure he's going to refuse because he's an on-duty bodyguard. And so she'll have both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roll a... Uh, do you even have this skill? Oh, I don't You do not. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, while I look this up... What are the rest of you doing? You see a few, by the way, there's a few different groups of folks gathered together. Maybe some faces that you might recognize. The people over on this corner, they say, Billy Joe, we're waiting for you. Come on over. And he's going to look briefly at the lot of you. 
specifically at Zara. I just stare him down, but I, I look a different direction. Yeah. All right. He's going to walk over. He's going to sit down with these guys, and he, he sort of turns on the charm with uh, Miss Sheraton with him, right? You're going to do yep. what? I'm just going to follow him. I'm 100% following him exactly where he's going. I'm like, hey, how's it going <gasps> to the guys that are sitting down? All right. Natalie. Because you you don't have any ranks in the skill, roll a a flat will check. No. Uh, let's see. If I was gonna roll a will check and I just wanted to press the will button, but that's not it. It would not work. It's... You, would, you would do one d ten plus five. Ah. Oh no, that's an eight. Okay, all right, all right. Those drinks are stacking up. Those <laughs> drinks are stacking up. You're feeling good right now. You're feeling pretty good about life, about everything, honestly. Music's yeah, good, ambiance is good. I'm grooving like the cat in that game with the, the guy playing the drum. Cat jam. <laughs> cat jam. I'm grooving like Umbreon to Post Malone. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I need to check in with Jerax and with Zara to see what the two of you are doing. Let's go with Jerax. Uh, yeah, let's go with Jerax. What are you doing once you enter the room? I'm going to do a proximity scan for any people that I recognize. Is the head of police here? Is, the, is there some CEO that I screwed over at some point? What Any threats I need to be avoiding here? Or maybe tackling is an extra challenge. Who knows? You know, maybe I can... Mm -hmm. Pretends to be Patrick Bateman for life and <laughs> leave the life of Jerax behind. The Jerax you knew is no more. Roll a perception check. Okay. Sixteen. Alright. There is a fire pit on the balcony. This balcony is like you're a hundred plus floors up, right? You are way way up there uh now the, the balcony does have some atmospheric shielding around the side it's not just literally open to the elements there's you know plastic steel around the way this guy right here the last time you saw him you were crashing and chasing him on the dock side this is the oh. net runner who was at the night market god the one that you tried to like shoot a bunch of times yeah i tried to yeah I did. What's he doing here? Is he the net runner on staff? Hmm. And who's that opposite him? Do I recognize that? Yeah, that is the personal bodyguard, the solo, who is protecting Carlisle. Bloody. Don't tell me he's here somewhere. I mean, you haven't seen him yet. Oh, but if they're here, then oh, no. Hmm. Okay, I'm just going to lay low for now. I'm just kind of loitering around. I'm actually, ooh. Uh, do they look distracted by the fireplace? Yeah, they are 
talking with each other and enjoying the finer things as a, a server nearby offering them a tray of delightful tasty treats mm. um i'm going to put on my best kind of the impression i'm going to give is like a a regal impression almost like my my chin is up and everyone mm. else around me is not beneath me but i you know if, if if i get the sense that you're perhaps not on my level then i'm going to ignore you know my hair's all slicked back it's got a little bit of silver dye chucked into it as well just mm. to give the the um the kind of look of maybe some age to me and i'm gonna hobble with my cane slowly over to the window and i'm gonna look out towards the city and just kind of ponder like i'm in some mystery novel and right. i'm going to try and listen into their conversation oh shit <laughs> oh shit so let's talk about who else is out here off in the corner is Vodyanov, the guy who hooked your team up with the ground piercing sonar and the construction team to help dig underneath your apartment mm -hmm. and slightly behind these trees in a mm -hmm. hushed conversation with Liam Madras the owner of this fine establishment is Carlisle himself <gasps> I mean, I gotta stick to my plan. I've already walked out of here, so I'm gonna. Uh, All right. I would. Oh, who is the more dangerous individual here? The netrunner might not know my face, but the bodyguard probably does. So I would walk. Didn't you over. try to shoot the netrunner in the face twice? Yeah, but this time I've slicked back my hair and it's grey. Um, I, well, you make a solid point, but I, okay, I guess I would walk out of the line of sight, um, again, using that kind of act of just kind of hobbling, chin stuck up, kind of mm -hmm. sneering at my surroundings as I'm looking out over the city rooftops. Right. Zara, you've just completely busted in. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I look around to see if I can find Liam. You don't see him. You see a number of faces, and as an expert in Night City and the local scene, you've got a good chance of being able to ID anybody who's here. Uh, there are a few other doors in this room as well, since you haven't seen Liam just yet. You've got this door that goes out to the shielded balcony. You've got a sealed metal door right here, and then there is a fine polished wood door right here. These doors... I don't care what these doors look like, actually. My character doesn't care. Um, I, I decide not to go outside quite yet. Mm -hmm. I, I look around a little bit more. I see that uh, Billy Joe had just walked off with, with Miss Frizz. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't want to go in that direction. I think Billy Joe would, would make things awkward for me being there. And maybe give me away. Mm -hmm. so I decide to go over to the other side of the room more towards the wooden door that is there are obviously people in front of it but i know who mm -hmm. they are uh who are these people can i walk past them to get to that door roll uh one they don't appear to be armed they appear to be guests at the party two give me a local expert check a local expert of night city check Fifteen. All right. These are big wigs who work with a number of foreign conglomerates, specifically Zarafa Technical Manufacturing. They do a lot of work with uh, construction equipment and robots. 
it's, it's a, a group of you'd imagine that these are some hangers on rather than the actual like names themselves so i walk confidently past them and i check out mm -hmm. what's behind the wooden door okay the door is locked and it probably leads into a bedroom I awkwardly look around, mm -hmm. realizing I can't get into the door. And I, the conversation, and I walk... by the way, is in Russian. Russian. I don't know Russian, do I? Correct. That, that frustrates me. That I can't tell what they're talking about. But... I know that I'm here for a distinct mission, and that's to find mm -hmm. Liam. So I, I do walk away. All right. Let's check in with Natalie, who's getting increasingly intoxicated as time goes on. Uh, Natalie, the Frizz yeah. in her disguise, Billy Joe and this group of, of uh, fancy folk are all talking over here. They seem to know each other. Jarex has gone off in this direction. Zara just, like, made a beeline, walking with absolute purpose, not strolling at all to that side. What are you up to? Uh, yeah, Natalie started feeling pretty terrible pretty fast, but fortunately she came in with a purse full of snacks. So she's actually kind of just sitting at the base of two here and just, like, sadly eating kibble out of her purse. And it's just kind of, like, standing over her, lost. <laughs> These are shades from my own life. Um, and right what you know. I just want to be like, yeah, like listening to the conversations <laughs> around me because I'm trying to like root myself mm -hmm. also back in reality. Everything's kind of spinning. So I'm just listening as hard as I can to whatever's coming in clearest, which I assume is this group where Miss Frizz is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're catching up on old times. They seem to be friends. They've known each other for a long time. They've been in the Night City power market for years and years and years talking about uh, some sort of big project that one of them is working on a big old government contract sounds like a sounds like a big deal and they're mostly just you and know glad to see Billy Joe and they're trying to ask him what's going on and uh, roll a human perception check with a minus one penalty because you're feeling a little tipsy it's fair Ooh, 14 but I'm feeling lucky so let's bring it back <laughs> okay alright Billy Joe is not doing a good job of masking his anxiety at all the others and, uh, haven't oh, noticed it but they haven't really commented on it yet is there anything in particular that they bring up that makes Billy like flinch like, is it when they talk about government or when they talk about, like, a lot of expectations or anything like that? No, they're, they're just trying to have, like, a hey, casual conversation, you know, outside of the boardroom conversation. And he's just preoccupied with the fact that he's been blackmailed and strong-armed and is traveling with a group of mercenaries into this party that are not supposed to be here. I see why that would be stressful. My final question mm -hmm. about this conversation is uh does he when he refers to like any of the other like does he have any nicknames for any of these other like big magnets or like does he like reference anything that i might be able to use as like a conversational in later on mm -hmm. there's a, there's Roll, a strategy 
Ah, nice. Roll local expert unless you have a better sell for me. Yeah, I'm actually trying to kind of figure out the bureaucracy of the conversation. Like, if he is mm -hmm. somebody, that would mean that maybe he's, like, feeling above them, or if he's calling somebody Mr. Ah. Like, something like that. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and give me a bureaucracy check, and I'll give you the relative uh, power Ooh. flow. 21. Okay. This guy right here seems to be, I don't want to say in charge, but he has the most clout. But it's not official clout. It is, he, he doesn't have an official big title of power, but he's somebody who you have to have involved to get things done. Uh, and the project that they're discussing is a mass driver that's going to be built out on Mora Rock. That's going to allow Night City to get uh, vessels launched up into spell into space. Oh, a mass driver, you called it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's not top secret that this is happening. They're basically going to turn Mora Rock into a spaceport, try to get back into business after the fourth corporate war blew everything up. And this is the big project that Billy's responsible for here? Not nah, Billy is completely oh. uninvolved with this. It's one of these other guys. They're trying to get Billy to talk business, and he's just sort of beating around the bush. Sweet. So the guy in the white icon is our important... I'm going to start just keeping an eye on him as I mm -hmm. reorient myself. Movers and shakers. All right. Let's check in with the Frizz, who is also in this scene. I'm going to look to Billy. I want to be like, oh, silly Billy goat. Isn't he so cute when he's nervous? You know what I think would help the situation? And she calls towards the waiter. Can we get some shots here? And she looks to the two gentlemen trying to, like, egg them on as well. Shouldn't Billy? <laughs> like, he's a little nervous right now. I think shots mm. is what's in order. All right. <laughs> uh, give me a persuasion check. I'll give a bonus to this. This is a good sell. Billy, Billy, go. <laughs> I thought of that, and I was like, oh, I'm, that's all I'm calling him. Persuasion. <laughs> yeah, persuasion. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, can I use... Let's use three luck. Okay. Up from a 10 to a 13. Or a... Oh, okay, I got plus one. Then, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's for, okay. for silly Billy, go. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's an easy bonus on that one. All right, this is not really a shot establishment, but this is a we get whatever we want establishment. So this is happening. I did that before I went to like a fancy restaurant in like this high rise in New York. And I was like, can I have a shot of Jameson? They're like, we don't do shots here. I was like, oh, <laughs> can I get whatever a shot is? Like you have to ask for it neat. I was like, okay. So yeah, she. I think she understands us where she is. She asks mm -hmm. for like Jameson neat for us. <laughs> mm. All right. Billy will go ahead and say, "I'll have mine pale, please." They give him a knowing look. They give him a knowing nod. Roll a human perception check. Seventeen. Okay, you've never heard of that before. Mm -hmm. never heard that term you're not convinced it's a real term right when, when he um... said that there was a knowing look the waiter's eyes got wide for a moment mm. uh oh 
when the waiter comes back, I want to take a look at like the shots and kind of like stand up. And when they come back, like try and like grab the glasses for them as I am Billy's entourage, quote unquote, I should be the one that hands it to him. Mm -hmm. I'll wait for that to happen. All right. Does Natalie see this too? Well, yeah, roll human perception at a minus one. You're kind of on the wrong side of this to see. Yeah, just uh, that that she's not like security or something instead of like a different kind of shot. Okay, the waiter's body language changed. From the back, you could see like immediate tension in the waiter. Highly trained, smoothed it out almost immediately, but you picked up on it. Well, whenever the waiter leaves, I'm going to take my sloppy, wobbly Natalie butt over to uh, Harris Sheraton and try and whisper to her, I don't trust the waitress. (laughs) (laughs) It's coming up, slopping all over me, spilling your drink. And then I open my purse and I'm offering you some of the kibble that I've been eating. Want some? <laughs> These guys are like eating fillet bites and caviar and sushi. You're just sitting like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, being a, a goddamn gremlin. I am glaring at Natalie right now. Natalie closes. That's fine. Away, Natalie. Watch the waitress. <laughs> and then it's just like a like a totter back around and she's sitting on the statue again mm. sorry she did some pre-gaming before the pre-game so you know you understand no problem all right jerax i estimate you have like a brief scene before zara walks through the door mm-hmm. now i i don't know if if jerax understands what that entails but let's make the most of that time uh, Jax is assuming that he can take advantage of the, the distraction to, uh, mm. I mean, it, it is literally, he realizes, okay, so I've got enemies to my left, enemies to my right, and I have a grappler gun. Can't kill the guy, can't throw him off the building because I've got no way to get out, but, uh, mm. I mean, maybe I could. He's like, so there is, there the- is a sheet of reinforced translucent material blocking people uh, from, How like, high up is it? It goes all the way up to an overhang so you'd have mm. to shatter it to get through. It's oh, not like 100% unshatterable, but it is reinforced glass. That's hard. Yeah, it's pretty difficult. Um, I would just be really trying to listen in for mm-hmm. anything that I would perceive as like dangerous. Like, what are the what are the cybersecurity guards and the security guard? Oh, like what are the what are the bodyguards talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would. Um, if if I deemed that there wasn't anything dangerous that they were talking about, I would shift my focus over towards the really high up gentleman, the uh, the guy who's after me, whose name always escapes me, and mm-hmm. Liam. Okay, give me a perception check unless you have some of the skill you'd like to use here. Um, what is perception actually? Is it? It's an okay. Perception's way better for me. I use perception. 15. Yeah. Still have a crew going out there. I think we're going to use autonomous drones to check to see what they dredged up. 
I don't know how we lost track of them out there, though. Our pilots are supposed to be that good. Cybernetic dolphins? What? <laughs> that fourth mm. corporate got into some weird things. Okay, so they're just talking about the mission that went awry on the water. They said they're sending out some self-automated drones mm -hmm. on the ocean to search for us, or a nice city like this. Just see what they dredged up. Oh, so they're gonna be looking at the bloody ship. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would keep that to myself. I, I, mm -hmm. I. Okay. So it seems like they're not even aware of my presence. Honestly, I feel like I've, I've got a pretty good. I mean, I look ridiculous, but I feel like I'm pulling this off. <laughs> Um, and I would begin to, yeah, try and listen in on the conversation just before all hell, um, kicks off. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna need a new acting check because there's a ring of bodyguards between you, Carlisle, and Liam. So, it, if you don't get any closer, because you're a good, like, 10 meters away. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can't really overhear a quiet conversation 30 feet away, especially not in a room like this. So you would definitely have to get closer and you'd need to figure out a way to get closer without these bodyguards who appear to be unarmed, but also very good at physical violence. Hmm. Um, yeah, I would whip out my, uh, my, my agent and I would start hmm. saying, yes, Bateman here. And I would start drumming up a fake conversation. Hmm. Like, what do you mean you lost a quart shipment back out in Chile? What? Well, listen, isn't Robertson on it? And I'd start going into the, the, from my knowledge, you know, I'm really starting to like, I've just got a call. I'm kind of pissed off. And I begin to start to pace, you know, with the, oh, still keeping the, uh, the act with the cane, just sort of looking around a little bit and just kind of like, oh, bloody noise. And, you know, carrying on and then just starting to berate this imaginary person as I walk mm -hmm. um, a little bit. Just one square closer. I'm not going to get too close. I'm not going to risk it to a degree. Okay. Um, and, I'm going to take a new I'm... acting check on this. This is a new performance. Okay. I've rolled it. Doesn't want to show up, though. Waiting with anticipation. Anyone? I'll roll it again. again. Um, oh. Patient. Nice. Okay, 14. Oh. I'm taking the first one. <laughs> we would have taken the first one regardless. All right. Roll a a new perception check. Mm hmm. Perception. Eighteen this time. Okay. You're catching a few words here and there. You catch the words. Hakuto Maru, the ship that you went out there to look for. Hmm. You catch the words Ashwater. Oh, shit. Every clinic in town gone to ground. The rest of them accomplices go back to the source some sort of uh, disagreement or argument about the latest project, the Rock 2 that's coming out and claiming credit for it. Again, you're not getting a whole lot 
more out of this when Zara walks out onto the platform. <laughs> Zara, here's what you see. You see a man standing here by himself talking, having a conversation on his agent. You see two folks standing, uh, sitting by this uh, lovely fireplace having a conversation. Jerax is walking back and forth, pacing on his agent, having a fake conversation. And then <laughs> secluded by this glow lamp behind this tree is uh, a man you, I don't believe you recognize, and Liam Madras, who's in charge of counterintelligence for Rockland Augmentics. I have waited for this moment for so long that I, I almost rush over before I realize that I need to play it a little bit more carefully than that. Mm -hmm. But all the while, my my hair goes from green to bright red. Um, and and anybody paying attention, I feel like would would take note of the of the color change. Mm -hmm. I, I think Jerex probably spots this um, while pacing back and forth. Maybe not sure exactly what it means, but I definitely spot Liam. <laughs> but I don't think we make eye contact quite yet. I have to figure out my next move. He's got two bodyguards with him, along with another gentleman who's not from around here and you don't recognize. Your changing hair has definitely attracted the attention of these two. Difficult for them to miss, though they don't seem to be... Their conversation falls to a lull, but they don't seem to be going too much further than that. What will you do? I'd like to go around them and listen in on the conversations that are taking place while thinking about my next move. I assume I haven't heard anything that's been said yet. Correct. So I almost want to just go go over here a little bit, away mm -hmm. from, from Jerax, and see if I can draw the attention I stop having the attention on me for a little bit. Okay. You you want to sort of just uh, lose the heat. A little bit. Mm. Okay. So I wanna I wanna listen in to their to their conversation. I, I know who these these gentlemen are, right? Mm -hmm. Is that You know who this guy is. He is a unofficial business mogul. He's involved with some of the nomad families and with some heavy construction companies and possibly with organized crime as well. He sort of plays the field. These two are from out of town, as is this guy over here. Mm. So the only people who you really recognize is Vodyanov. You've never had any dealings with him. Jerax and Liam. Everyone else is a stranger. I want to go talk to Vodyanov. Okay. I want to, I want to make some... Uh, some... Some mild conversation, despite being being antisocial. I think I think mm -hmm. that will help get the target off of off of my back, so I can listen in on some of the other conversation. Okay. I, I've never had a conversation with this man before, and I have no reason to suspect that he's done anything wrong. So I don't have any grudges against this person. Mm -hmm. I, I casually go over and and I, I make I make small talk. You know, you know, how's the night going? Oh, more or less well. You, I've heard of you. I've seen your face. You did uh, the write-up on some of the Zirafa folk. There was a, a gentleman who some very bad things came to light. I believe you were behind that, yes. I don't know 
what you're talking about. Well, I, re I respect your work. I respect your work, or whatever the work of that person may be in that case. I just almost drank from this and forgot that my cat drank like half of it and stole it from me. I, I was this much close to catching toxoplasmosis. Yeah, yeah. That's... I gotta get a lid. Yeah, 100%. He's the worst. He will chase me through the house if I pour myself a glass of water. I didn't mean to break the flow there. I just, like, my life flashed before my eyes. You were so in character, you didn't even realize. So bad. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Roll a conversation check for me, Zara. All right. All right, 14. Yeah, you, you just strike up a conversation, and he picks up pretty quickly that you prefer not to be identified as this individual, and so he's going to make small talk. He, he talks a little bit about the new cybernetics that are coming out, and that'll be good for construction workers and heavy machinery operators, and that's relevant to his business interests, and blah, 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 blah. And things go from there. And out of the corner of your eye, you see Liam put a hand up to his ear underneath his long hair. Tilts his head to the side. Raises an eyebrow. The attention doesn't seem to be on you, but something seems to have disturbed him. Do you do anything different? I'd wait to see if he goes on the move. I okay. I hold up a I hold up a hand to Vladnov here. Mm -hmm. I I say, hold on a second. You know, I, I assume that would not set off any alarms on anybody nearby. And and my my head turns to to just kind of check out what Liam is doing now that I have spotted this out of the corner of my eye. Mm -hmm. I wait for the next move. Liam leans over and whispers something to his bodyguard. He holds up his he pulls his uh, sleeves back. He's got some bioluminescence on his arm. Swipes a, it's touch sensitive, so he's swiping a few things. Points to something. Talks to the bodyguard. Bodyguard, the bodyguard nards. The bodyguard nards. <laughs> I don't know what I do it is. That all the time. I, I haven't had enough improv juice today, everyone. Nods, and then the bodyguard starts walking away. Only oh. one of them leaves. Mm hmm. I. See this as an opportunity to potentially get closer to Liam. Mm -hmm. I start walking in the direction of Garax. All right. Um, you know, saying saying some pleasantries to to Vladnov to to say goodbye. And at this point, I I almost want to start talking to Jarex to distract the other guard. Okay. What do you talk about? He, well, again, he's on the phone having a fake conversation with uh, the distribution department. I make eye contact. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I look at him and, and I, I start making some signals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, um, yeah, I was like <laughs> you best get on it. Right now, uh, <laughs> listen, I'll, I'll have your bloody heads. It, and I'm going to pretend to put the call down and be like, I just cannot find good P 
people these days you know they just they just don't exist in the corporate world i don't know who's eating them up it's definitely not government the government's gone i am unsure of my next move but i i, I talked to jarek said hey what you know that guy over there the, the ones the what the the two the, the one man standing next to liam mm. Jarex knows his name, but Brennan does not. Carlisle. Carlisle. <laughs> yes, it's Carlisle. I mean, he, he's from the um, the British Isles. He's I, he may or may not have some business with a certain med tech who's running around the city. Um, I've heard about his personal vendetta for quite some time. I feel like at this point, Zara's gears start turning. Almost in a... A very malicious way. <laughs> oh, oh, uh oh, oh, <laughs> uh oh! I I see a potential opportunity, but I I almost I I almost just want Jarex at this point to distract the other guard. Um, how do I go about this? I need my opportunity with Liam here. That's my one sole objective. Since I don't know this man, I think I just walk over to Liam. I think I forget about the guard. The other guard's probably... Yeah, you know what? No, no, that, that, mm. yeah. I, I don't think Jarek needs to distract the guard at all. I, I think I just go over and this is my opportunity now. One guard is gone. I could probably take the other one in a hand-to-hand okay. -hand <laughs> fight. So I, I'm just, I'm scooting over here and, and mm. I'm in Liam's face now. There, there is nothing he can do about this. His escape options are limited. All right, the, the, the bodyguard goes to put a hand up, but by that point, like, you're already past him. And you get up in his face. You can tell he's in the middle of something. He has this... He's wearing glasses. He has this vaguely distracted look on his face. He opens... Hello? Liam. Tell me what you know about Arasaka working with the Rockland group. Oh. Okay. He snaps his fingers. The bodyguard standing directly next to him pulls out a taser <gasps> and just goes for your back. Meanwhile, inside, Natalie, you notice the security officer who you walked by closing the doors. Oh, that's not the good. waiter the waiter has not come back with your shots. But the heavy steps of a security robot can be heard outside in the hallway. Two of them, actually. Hmm. Apparently, a wh pale whiskey doesn't mean a drink at all. We're going to go ahead. Oh, uh, no, we won't, we won't take a break just yet. Jarak, uh, let's, let's check in on the inside. I need to check in with the rest of our party. Then we're going to go to a break. <laughs> Natalie and the Frizz. You notice the door closing, and you notice a, a dearth of shots. None of the other guests particularly seem perturbed. You also see uh, one of the bodyguards closing the doors that lead out to the patio outside. Oh. What do you do? Just a quick question. What is the guy that I've identified as having the most clout doing? Is he, like, even looking around at these things? Is he in any way reacting to them? 
As things start to go down, he definitely notices. He doesn't like having his back to the door. He's just going to stand up and uh, casually kind of move in this direction, act like, oh yeah, just stretching it out as he takes a look around and surveys the area. Yeah, I'm going to kind of stick close to him, but I can resolve that later. Mm -hmm. Okay. Kelly, Do what I are you know, doing? Um, what's behind this door? Behind door number one? Roll an electronic security check. 21. Okay. It is locked. It is probably a security door for armed guards. And it leads to a weapons locker as well as stairs that give alternate access. I am going to be like, man, where are shots? This is so mess. And I'm going to stand up and knock mm -hmm. this table and kind of trip over it. So that <laughs> it shoves against this door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that something I could do? <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what? Like... It really, it's not going to draw any attention. It's a very subtle, it's a very, you know, low-key move. Uh, oh but yeah. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. The, you know what they say, don't ever pre-game if the game is going to be crazy, but I did it anyway. That's what people say, right? I don't... <laughs> all the time. Uh-huh. All right, so there's expensive food all over these people. Uh, Billy Joe <laughs> leaps to his feet and presses himself against the wall. Oh, silly Billy Goat. Are you one of those fainting goats? You're a little scared right now. Uh, I'm trying to act like I don't know what's going on, but I am mm -hmm. also trying to keep a close eye on him as well as the, the clout dude. Uh, and clout try and dude. keep this... I don't know what are we calling him. Uh, and keep this door shut as well. Okay, roll an acting check. That's just going to be your cool. All right. One, two, ten plus your cool. Okay. And then roll a perception check to keep an eye out. Uh, one d10 plus five. Mm -hmm. Uh oh. <laughs> okay, roll another d10 and subtract that from your results. Be three. <laughs> oh, oh, so that's gonna be negative three. That's negative gonna be three, a I'm negative sorry. three. Okay, yeah, nobody says that. That thing that you said, literally nobody in the history of the world has ever said it. Pre-game, <laughs> uh, if the game's crazy. So you just kind of was like. <laughs> Oops! Yeet the table like an imag you know, like you just lost a game of cards. <laughs> and you're saying things, nobody's buying it. Roll a perception check as well. Oh man. <laughs> Alright, it's not that bad. Okay. You notice cam there are cameras in this room. And they are scanning. They are aiming at everybody's faces. They are probably running facial recognition right now. Well, that's good, because Natalie's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jonah with that sees... perception. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you finish. You, you go first. I was just going to say, with that perception, I'm going to do the same thing. Like, she's going to put her face down and be like, I'm so embarrassed, and, like, cover her face. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jonah... His Jonah senses are tingling. He puts his hand on Natalie in that kind of like on her back as in, in this, uh, hey, watch your back. 
Shit's about to go down. Keep an eye out. Doors are locked. Heavy footsteps approaching. Don't like this. We will be right back after the break, folks. We'll see how this ends up going. Welcome back to Red Sky City Cyberpunk Conspiracy. Our heroes are in a corporate penthouse at an exclusive party where things are rapidly spiraling out of control. And if you just took that last part of the sentence, it'd be describing every single episode. Uh, when we last left our heroes, the Frizz and Natalie Smith were surreptitiously hiding their faces from the facial recognition cameras that are operating at this very moment. Zara just confronted Liam Madras, the SVP of Corporate Counterintelligence for Rockland Augmentics, which is supposedly working with Arasaka, asking about that very connection, and his bodyguards whipped out tasers to just zap the crap out of her. Jarex is standing on the balcony, a little bit lost as to what the hell is going on. So, here's what we're gonna do. And it, it all sorts of comes down to this question. Zara, how would you respond to somebody trying to tase you? I feel like I missed an important facet before I, I got to this point, which is That's that, okay. that I I have um, I'm wearing my special perfume. Does that change anything in this situation? Actually, yeah, that could. That absolutely could. All right, rewind. There is a chance Ooh. that not everything everything else I've said so far, aside from the tasing, is still canon. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe I don't get tased this time, which would be nice. Well, I mean, here's the thing. He can try to tase you, but it's not automatic. Like, you're kind of scrappy. All right. Here's what I want you to do. Uh, I want you to roll an interrogation check. And Liam is going to roll a resist drugs torture check oh! holy moly oh, man holy oh, oh yeah oh yeah absolutely absolutely nothing done okay so i am in the same position that i was before where they might tase me yeah yeah, and Carlisle also also passed on it. Okay. So this is Again, this is <sighs> You're not automatically getting tased. Oh. I need to know how you would respond to somebody trying to tase you. That answer will determine what we do next. I see the t I see him whip out the taser. I mm -hmm. I go ahead and, and take an arm and I try to I try to bat it away. It's okay. just one of them. I just want to get it out of the way. Because my focus is on Liam. Mm -hmm. All right, and the bodyguard also re resisted the perfume that you're wearing. Just, just by a by a hair, he passed that. Okay, uh, I'm gonna have you roll an evasion check versus oh his melee weapons check. That's not bad. Okay, yeah, he tries to zap you. And how do you defend yourself? What does it look like? Just I I just I just smack his arm out of the way. No. 
that. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and I turn my attention to Liam and I ask him the mm. question again. Tell me, what is Arasaka doing with Rockland Odmectus? What is going on? Odd line of questioning. I mean, obviously they're not allowed to operate in the U.S. Why would we? What are you even getting on about? He very not even trying to hide, like waves at the other bodyguard to get over here and deal with this problem. At, at that point, I realize things are moving very quickly, and I and I, mm -hmm. I ask I ask again. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I know what you've done. I know what you're capable of. Liam, don't lie to me. Tell me what is going on between Rockland Augmentix and Arasaka. Okay, give me another interrogation check, and then Jerax, we're going to give you a chance to respond. If you know what I'm capable of, then you know that you're making a very, very bad decision right now. Business deal and foreign business deals are none of your business. And where we get our designs from is none of your business. That's proprietary knowledge. The last thing I do is share that information with somebody like you, who's going to get that plastered over every single new little scream sheet in town. Roll a human perception check for me. This is a, an offshoot of your interrogation check. He's not spilling the beans, but the guy he's with, Carlisle, has a tell. You know he knows what you're talking about, and he's shocked that you know what he's talking about. He is aware of this connection. Jerax. Uh, Zara just literally walked up to this guy and this uh, corporate espionage guy and started yelling at him. And a bodyguard tried to tase her and she just smacked it out of his hand. What are you doing? It's not how Jarex would have done it, personally. <laughs> um, but I don't really know how. I mean, Jarex isn't really associated, you know? I, I mean. Uh, he, I don't really know what he'd be doing. I think he'd want to keep a low profile at the moment because he's got a guy to his left that recognizes him, a guy to his right that recognizes him. But if there's a mm -hmm. bit of chaos, he's going to try and take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah. I mean, what what does the bodyguard look like? Like, presumably, everybody is looking over at um, at you know, Necker's way. Yeah, everyone's distracted at this moment. Nobody's really paying attention to you just yet. The bodyguard yeah. is wearing Kevlar armor and armed with a taser. Uh, and the bodyguard isn't lo really looking my way either. No. Huh. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, I don't... I kind of want to try and get over here, but it's not really enough of... There's not enough chaos yet to, like... Mm -hmm. So Jarex's plan is to, to kind of, like... Keep up this 
I'm going to keep up this mask of Patrick Bateman, but I would play the play the role of of like a cowardice, almost like a, this isn't proper. It's not supposed to be happening here in, in this day and age. Like what what is going on here? Then it's higher proper security, and he would kind of like huff and puff his way and try and like you know waddle his way to the corner to safety um, would be his goal. Um, but it hasn't really kicked off like that yet. So I guess mm -hmm. I, I would continue to just kind of. I, I mean, I'm going to act the role, I suppose. I'm going to, like, turn my nose up. I'm like, what is, what's all this? What is going on here? Hmm? All right. That is enough to get you the attention of this bodyguard, who's going to start walking towards you, not in an aggressive combat stance, but more of a, sir, why don't you just come this way? Why don't you, why don't you just come with me real quick? Have a nice what? drink. Have some more snacks inside. Well, is it going to result in a bit of fisticuffs? Like, what is what is what is all of this? Hmm? I'm sure it won't come to that, sir. You tell me you can't keep you can't keep this this lady in check. She just couldn't allow to wander up to Liam. Hmm? And yes, well, I can it's... call him Liam. You know, we're cool like that. First name basis. <laughs> the reality is, sir, why I don't, don't you just come with me right now? I quite like the fresh air. I'm going to turn back to the balcony and start sipping at my... Where, where did I get this drink from? The drink <laughs> I found on the side They're of the all balcony. over the place. It's yeah. fine that you have one in your I hand. That's completely my hands now. I quite like the fresh air and you will not... You will not touch me, sir. <laughs> all right. He's going to touch you. Suddenly, hand, shoulder. Sir, come with me inside immediately. Oh, yeah, well, yes, I suppose. I mean, if you're so insistent, I suppose I'll be talking to Liam about this. I'm going to begin to hobble with my cane, really selling it. All right, roll an acting check to just absolutely take all the time in the world on the way out. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I'm taking a real long time. 19. <laughs> all right. You, you've essentially got this guy tied up for the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Inside, the security doors that lead into the lobby open. You can see a military-grade security robot just standing there, you know, chilling. Not a big deal. What would the two of you on the inside like to do? Um, I'm going to... Turn my head in shame and embarrassment because I just knocked over a bunch of food and drinks. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh my God. I can't believe I've done that. Don't look at me. I'm so embarrassed. And then I'm going to try and hack into the net. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Roll an interface check. <laughs> yeah, you have detected a network network access point there's one right here there's one in the cameras it's actually the whole place is lit up yeah i so, figured <laughs> right um whatever one's closest to me i'm kind of like hunched over mm -hmm. like holding on the wall like crying fake crying and stuff mm -hmm. you know things that like these probably men don't want to look at like so hopefully <laughs> they're not paying attention to me um and i would like to see if i can get into the system and hopefully lock the doors okay with your first net action you enter the system. You are immediately confronted on the ground level by a skunk black ice program. Roll interface. 
Oh. Yep. Okay. It's gonna. It's it's gonna zap you. It's just. It's gonna go after you immediately. So, Good. it gets to go first, and it is going to attack you. It's trying to hit you basically with a tag that is gonna make it difficult for you to slide through the net. Roll an interface check to defend yourself. None of your programs are resed yet. Thirteen. All right. The skunk program, in the case of a tie, the defender wins. It attempts to flag you so that you're easier to detect, but it fails. That was one net action. You have two more, and remember, moving between levels does not take a net action. What would you like to do? Correct, but I would like for this thing to not chase me, which would make it harder to slide beyond here. Um, but I am mm -hmm. just going to move down. Okay, so you're just going to move? You're not going to slide? Nope, I move. All right, you move down one floor and are confronted by a password. I would like to try and unlock the password. All right, that'll be your second net action. Roll an interface check to crack the password. And um, cracking the password, that has nothing to do with my speed or anything, correct? Correct. The only thing that would be modified is if you had a worm program and you'd have to res that before you um, had the chance. Then can I res that right now and then try and uh, crack it? With your third action? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, no, you can do that. Yes, I purchased a worm program before today. Right, so you... I also, uh, do you want me to tell you the programs that I purchased before today's game? Sure. Because <clears throat> a lot of my programs were killed in the last session. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have Speedy Gonzalez back, and I have the armor back, but I also purchased Deck Crash and uh, Worm. Or no, I had Worm from before, but I, per I purchased Deck Crash. Okay, cool. Alright, so you res Worm. What does your Worm look like? Um... Oh, goodness. I guess I've never had this worm before, but it's probably actually, since I'm a teacher, it would be, like, out of an apple. And maybe mm -hmm. have, like, little glasses or something, and he's quite a cute little worm. Nice. Nice. All right. And that gives you a plus two, so roll an interface check to crack the password. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Denied. <laughs> Not good. All right. Um... Okay. Well, Natalie, meanwhile, in meat space, what are you doing? Um, the, the door is opening, and she has been keeping an eye on this, uh, this clout guy, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. There's, there's a lot of reasons that she's gonna start to get up and meander over here and summon all the wherewithal she has to be like, Oh. Excuse me, what seems to be going on around here? I'm not familiar with this protocol. I'm just going to be asking that of, of Clout Man. Okay, <laughs> roll a conversation check. Conversation is a four. Twenty-four. Holy moly. Oh my god. Okay. Alright, this guy used to be the assistant mayor years ago he's not in politics anymore but like he was definitely a, a mover and a shaker back in the day he's a he's an official knows people who knows people and you're able to get out of him he says oh i mean everything's fine i'm sure this is this is normal this is totally routine right it is what'll happen next no, no, it's not. Something's going on, but security's gonna come in, they're gonna check everyone over, they're gonna make sure everyone's fine, and then if everyone's fine, the party will commence. Oh, thank god, this is so scary. What would set off something like this? Oh, 
Security alarm. One of the hired goons thought they saw something. Goons. Natalie says, exhausted. Um, I don't know if I want <laughs> no any No offense taken, ma'am. Jonah, you're not a goon. Jonah, you're so sweet and sensitive. Eh. Stop reassuring <laughs> him in the middle of this question. Um, just like, this is so <laughs> tiresome. Is there a lounge or, I don't know, a, a safe room to wait this out in? I'm a little concerned. You're safe as a... Uh... Probably are gonna be anywhere, I'd say. He looks at the door behind him where Miss Frizz is sort of collapsed. Nothing done. He looks over at the bedroom on the other side. Nothing done. He looks out at the balcony, which was just shut by one of the bodyguards. And then he looks at the other door, which has security robots in front of it. I mean, there's a back entrance out through that way, but it's gonna be all locked down. And security won't like you touching that. Trust me, you're not gonna want anything to do with that right there. Well, how are you getting out of here, then? I'm going to sit tight. I trust Liam. He's got the whole situation under control. Sure, it's fine. Um, dang. Well, if you don't mind, I would like to sit with you. Since your confidence gives me confidence, and I'm just going to like wedge myself right in here between these fine <laughs> folk. Uh, All right, let me... Get behind me. I'll dig him out of the way so that you can Thank actually you. stand between them. <laughs> and now right. he is physically you know... between me and the security. Robots. I just want to point out that's all. <laughs> all right, so you're all packed in in standard fireball formation. All right. Uh, Zara. Carlisle knows something. He hasn't said what he knows, but he knows something. Turn Liam to seems to be. Keep, uh, this guy right here. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I think. Um, I think I, I just. I turned to. I, since I'm clearly not getting anywhere with Liam. And Carlisle knows something. The the little rebel in me and the and the violent actor decides to shake Carlisle by the collar. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you know. Okay. Roll a brawling check. <laughs> yeah, he got a negative three <laughs> you grab him shake him by the collar his back is up against the bulletproof glass that is like on the outside of this balcony a hundred stories above night city god what would he spew in this situation what would he say hmm so what's the best way for you? It's nothing official. It's just insiders overseas. There's no official business relationship whatsoever between any of our companies. No, you can't prove anything. You think that. You say that. But you clearly don't know what I am capable of gonna get to the bottom of this and you're gonna help me whether you like it or not roll an interrogation check to make the spaghetti fall out of his pockets <laughs> okay he's not gonna answer your questions he's just gonna start talking to liam how does she know about this does she know about rock 2 does she know about the distributed network 
Does she know about deep? And then Car uh, Liam, sh like, gives him a death glare, and the bodyguard is going to try to tase you again. Okay. Because he's still here, just because he's being ignored. Like, what were you going to say? Oh, I so I, I drop Carlisle. I just I just take him and I, I drop him. Mm -hmm. I turn around, and this time I've had it with the bodyguard. I'm done with you. You mm -hmm. take that taser and you can shove it up your own. Um, <laughs> and and so at this point, I'm ready to just punch this guy in the face. Okay. Stay out of my way. All right. Uh, everybody, roll for initiative. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so cl click on your character's token. And then on your character sheet, click the initiative button, which is up near the top left. Oof. I've rolled so far. I'm double rolled. I fixed it now. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, I remind everybody that you are outnumbered and outgunned at the moment. Hmm. I'm not saying this is an unfeasible situation, just saying that uh, speed and evasion may benefit you here. <laughs> that doesn't sound like <laughs> Zara at all. I, I think that your strategy is completely viable. All right, let's go ahead and go into sending order here. Do, 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 do. All right. We're gonna uh, we're gonna resolve these two actions simultaneously. Then we're gonna launch into the rest of it. So he's going to try to tase you. Roll an evasion check against the bodyguard as he goes for it again. Ooh. Oh. Uh, now you did get higher in the initiative count, so I'm still gonna let you go. Roll a brawling check, twice. Oh. Oof. No, no. Oh. Wow. Oh. How. The turns have tabled. <gasps> oh, no. oh, oh my god! Good, oh, roll your, card. yeah, roll your second. You get to attack twice. Oh. So roll your second brawling check. Okay, that's better. All right, you punch him once. Roll your brawling damage. That's going to ignore. Oh no, that doesn't ignore half of his armor because you don't have. Uh, you're just you're just punching him in the face. So roll brawling. All right, his Kevlar absorbs that hit, but it wasn't super high damage. Higher, and you would have gotten through. And he is going to zap you. Roll zap. Roll 1d10 plus your will, which is 6. Uh, Slash R right. space 1d10 plus 6. All right. Uh he does manage, as you, like, punch him once, he does manage to get in a good shock. So you're going to have some penalties until the end of your next turn. <laughs> this music's so hype. <laughs> All right. We're going to say that he already took his turn. And the Frizz in cyberspace. You've got a um, password you haven't cracked yet. Is crying a free meat space action? Crying is a free meat space action. So I'm I'm trying to be as ugly as I can in like it's like mm -hmm. sobbing, disgusting, <laughs> like just like I'm so embarrassed, I'm so ashamed, and then I'm also like like you know doing like scientific hacking <laughs> fake moves. 
mm-hmm. is the skunk has he moved yet or it moved yet i don't know why i gave it a gender but has it moved yet yeah the skunk is gonna follow you and it's gonna attempt to zap you again okay so roll your interface to defend this obviously does not take one of your meat actions or one of your net actions 11. Ooh, In case yes. of a tie the defender wins um i'm gonna try to unlock this and i still have a worm activated mm-hmm go ahead and roll an interface check and add two to the roll that'd be a 12 sir you have cracked the password with one of your net actions what would you like to do next i would like to move down not slide all right you have encountered a killer program, a digital samurai that is here to kill your programs. Roll an interface check. If you beat it, it doesn't get to attack you immediately. If you don't beat it, it gets to attack I'm you. I'm use my other three. Okay, it doesn't matter. But All I right. still use it because I called it. Mm-hmm. All right, it is going to swing its virtual samurai sword at you. Roll an interface check to defend yourself. Wow. I hope I don't get a 19. Okay. At least I lose by a lot. Honestly, you feel better about this. How much res does your worm program have? Seven, I believe. Let me check. You just bought that thing. It might be derezzed now. Yeah, it's seven. Gosh. All right. Yeah, it destroys the worm that you just paid for. Better the worm than me. And it's added to the top of the initiative count, so it's going to continue to give you problems. Do I get to finish Ow. my next two net actions first? Abs- yeah, absolutely. Yes. Okay. I don't know you if can you just get keep to... going if you want. Yeah. Um. But because I don't want this thing chasing me, it looks very scary. I'm gonna try and sl- uh, Speedy Gonzalez helps me slide, correct? No, Speedy Gonzalez gives you plus two to your speed. So in your last roll, you got a nine instead of a seven. Okay, um, I'm going to try and slide down. Okay, roll an interface check against the killer's perception. 13. 13 versus... 6. You've successfully evaded the killer program. It will not be following you. The skunk is still on your tail. Uh, That was your second net action. Do you want to move down again? Oh, I thought sliding moved me down from this killer. Oh, yeah. No, it does. Go ahead and head on down. You've discovered two things. One, a control node that is currently under the control of another netrunner. Okay. Two, this network has a branch. You can either continue to go down this way or you can move over to this Ooh, branch. Ooh, exciting. Oh, that's so new. Okay. Um, can I tell what the node does without using a net action? You'd have to use your action to do so. Darn, not to just you. Can I just use it then without telling what it does? Can I try yeah, and absolutely. steal it? You can roll to try to, to steal it. Then I'm going to try and steal it. I don't care what it does. Someone's right. using it. I want to use it. Roll the interface check. No, come on. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> we are having a bad time. I now, am. that's the bad oh, news. God. The good news is you can just keep going. If you want to keep moving, like you're out of net actions, so if you meet something nasty, you won't be able to do anything about it, but you can just keep moving if you want. How far can a program move? It can move like you do, so it can uh, just okay. follow okay. you. Um, then no, I want to stay here. Okay. The, the killer robot's not, or killer program's not going to follow me. I know the skunk will, but I want to use this node. Clearly, there's some importance to it. 
Alright, that attempt to gain control of the system attracted the attention of the Netrunner, who is now aware that you are in the system. It is Liam's turn. Alright. Uh-oh. You just got zapped. Carlisle just got dropped. <laughs> He's gonna tell the bodyguard, get him out of here, please. Clear this out. Then he's going to walk over... Actually, no. He's going to tap his arm again where he has this synth skin panel. <laughs> and a section of the bulletproof glass slides open. The howling wind of a hundred stories above the Night City skyline sends a chill and this awful noise through the room. Dispose of this, would you? He gestures at Zara. Oh, 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 no. And he is going to move away from the area in this direction, putting as much distance as possible between himself and the uh, pugilist journalist. Carlisle's going to stand up and he's also going to walk towards his bodyguard, Brick, to get away from the scene. Sort of just picks himself up, dusts himself off, walks past Zara, just sort of looking at her like, oh, what was that? Jerax, it's your turn. What the fuck is happening <laughs> here? I'm trying to be undercover, and Zara's about to be chugged off the building. I mean, I've got... Listen, I don't know Zara. Jerax doesn't really... I mean... What, what am I supposed to do here? What, what am I supposed to do? Great question. Uh, am I still being escorted out? Yes. Is, Hatch, Carlisle's hacker, the bodyguard, Carlisle, Brick, like all these guys from the UK who have been chasing you are all in very close proximity. And Liam, the SVP at Rockland, is also super close to you. to do yeah you've, you're tempting me just the the apple from the garden of eden in front of me right now i mean it's like I, I, i'm surrounded by oh. what, what do i do here i'm literally choice, I lost the words. I, that's what i mean I, I i normally i have my action planned but i'm just lost at this moment mm -hmm. the, so the bodyguard's still trying to escort me out mm-hmm and there's an open window and zara's about to be chucked out of it Mm hmm. Hmm. Uh, okay, I would. <laughs> I would. Uh, I would begin to hobble mm -hmm. in this direction over here. I'm not gonna go out towards the door because mm -hmm. the door's locked. But I'm gonna like look around and be like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" And start <laughs> to like hobble o o o away. Mm -hmm. and uh and and just in this direction you know out of reach i'm gonna try and like evade the grass with this bodyguard next to me and, mm -hmm. and make a make a make a break for it in this direction yeah okay uh your move score is five mm -hmm. so i'll be able to move like here mm -hmm. 
Roll, uh, roll evasion. This bodyguard is intent on controlling your mo your movements. I'm, I'm not gonna say it. Actually, I'm gonna jinx it. Okay, good. I didn't jinx it. <laughs> All right, you're able to, to say, break I'm away. Very nimble was what I was going to say, and then I knew if I said that, I was gonna roll a negative six or something. <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't. All right, you've broken away. What would you like to do next? Oh, I've got another action. Yeah, oh, that's just your movement. You haven't taken a single action. Oh, bloody hell. I mean, I can't really, I can't really do much. I don't think. Um, I, I would send a message to everybody uh, saying it's all kicking off on the balcony. Zara's about to get chucked off the building. The guy who's trying to kill me from the other day is here. He's talking to the owner of the party. I don't know what to do for the first time in my life. I'm lost. I'm like frantically typing up all these messages. This is messages. such an appropriate part of the song. Like there's an alarm going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you guys are doing. I, I, I mean, do, do, can I roll? Can I roll a perception check as well to get st take stock of my surroundings? Like, what is everyone doing at this moment? I won't. I won't charge you a perception check for that. This okay. bodyguard is trying to get you towards the the exit. Vodunov is just watching. Brick, this uh, bodyguard for Carlisle, is getting up to see if he needs to help chuck this journalist off a 100-story floor. Hatch, like, everyone's just sort of getting up and look and watching what's going on over there. Nobody is interceding whatsoever, except in a, to make things worse. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess I would just wait for my moment here because I am currently under the impression I'm not getting out of here alive. Okay. So, yeah, I, I would let everybody know this. Like, I, I'm, I mean, like I said, I, already, I just text everybody the entire situation. They're all aware mm. of what's just happened. Uh, security seems to be on high alert. People are moving around. Did you guys do something? Question mark, question mark, question mark. All right. Natalie, it's your turn. Your phone is blowing up. Natalie has like, she's finished like reading like the paragraph in front of her and she's like, okay. Uh, and then she looks up and she looks out and she sees everything that Jerix has just described. Um, the but... door to the balcony is closed right now, so it's not oh, possible it's not like to see any. Oh, it's not like a glass wall there? Sorry, I thought Correct. it was a... It bad. is, well, it's one of those walls where like it's glass, but it can become, you know, opaque and at the moment it is okay. yeah got it so uh natalie kind of like doesn't know how to affect the situation except to suggest to uh to the guy next to her who appears to have a lot of clout like <laughs> looks like they're gonna throw a journalist off the roof of this party oh that's not good i'm pretty sure she's got a terrible kill switch <laughs> they don't want to do that she says loud enough for enough people to hear around her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you literally say, oh, okay. He's like, <laughs> wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> the scene goes black and white. It's now a Polaroid photograph. Uh... Yep, that's me. Uh... He takes stock of his situation, and he says, oh, I hope it's nobody I've ever heard of. What, kill switch? What kill switch? Uh, somebody 
somebody named Zara got in here, and she's been looking for info, but... Oh man, she came prepared, I heard. She was talking about it in the girls' bathroom. <laughs> well, that makes it immediately, immediately valid. Uh, sell me on this. Give me a skill check and put some weight behind this thread of a kill switch. What's at stake here? <clears throat> yeah. Um, I know it's the journalist Zara, because I mm -hmm. read her blog all the time, and mm -hmm. she always talks about how if anything ever happened to her, Oh, the load of secrets that would come out. And uh, I was really surprised to hear that it was her in the girls' bathroom. But, oh man, whoever she was talking to, they know a lot. So I hope whatever she came for, she gets it. Because if not, she's probably gonna... Well, I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> Just mid-management. Uh, this is... Gosh, I wish I could really hit all the bureaucracy buttons of like not every problem can be solved with bureaucracy <laughs> it's, it's true more than you uh, think but not all of them yeah i would say it is probably actually a local expert kind of thing because natalie wants to drop mm -hmm. some things that she's like i haven't heard of it but something something um rock two um something something blah 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 okay Roll a local expert check, and Zara, roll a composition check. That's the skill that media is used to, like, write articles and publish things. Ooh, 21 on the local expert. Ooh. 15 on the composition. That's just to throw some weight behind the sort of, you know, what dirty secrets might be in the kill switch. Ooh. You hear about what happened to Continental after that guy Oro died? That was ugly. That was not good. Yeah, and that was nothing compared to what I hear Zara's about to drop. All right, he picks up his phone and does a little blip, 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 blip. Sends a, a private message off. Meanwhile, in the network, the skunk is going to give chase. <laughs> comes right after you. And it's going to attempt is to zap you. Like? That's exactly what it sounds like. You have to pay extra for that. <laughs> Roll an interface check to block it. <laughs> it gets you. Until the skunk is derezzed. You have a minus two on all slide checks that you make. Okay. Um, I'm still going to try and use this node. All right. On your turn. Oh, okay. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. The killer is uh, is out of the running, but player two has entered the, f the scene. Hmm. Right. The local netrunner who's Avatar is just a completely chromed out person wearing uh, lots of custom cyber, custom Rockland cyberware. Shows up with uh, Speedy Gonzalez already rezzed. So one action rezzes Speedy Gonzalez. One action flies over to you. One action rezzes a hellhound from his deck. Getting very crowded in here. <laughs> Drops a hellhound on you. It's now in the square, and uh, it's going to activate on your turn as if you had discovered it. Okay. And with his last action, he's going to try to zap you. Roll an interface check to oh. defend yourself. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is not my day. <gasps> yep. He zaps you for... Five points of damage. Brain damage, right? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess it still just counts as remaining HP, though. Or current HP. Yeah, it's just current HP. It just means it bypasses armor and such. Okay. All right. Meanwhile, in Meat Space, Jonah reads the messages that he's getting. He looks at you. He looks at the door. He looks at Natalie. He looks at the door. He stays with Natalie, but he's clearly like... Well, he's got this door right behind him, right? That supposedly mm -hmm. led to an exit and an armory. Mm -hmm. I mean, any trainee of mine would know that it's time to secure that doorway and undo that lock if he has any sort of skill. He is that. not trained in electronics and security. That uh, he's not he's not a breaking and entering sort of guy. Uh -huh. However, he does look at the statue and says, "Cover." He's not going to leave he's not going to leave your side but like he's looking for all the good cover in the room and he's just getting ready to clobber somebody if they walk through. Nice. Zara, it's your turn. You're you're sort of reeling from getting stunned. The bodyguard gets to go next. Roll another 1d10 plus your will to try to throw off the effects of the stun. Fourteen. Okay. Good. Yep, you shake it off. You're good again. Whew. They just opened a window and threatened to throw you out. Also, you're getting the very clear vibe that literally everybody out here, except for Jerax, is aware of the fact that this guy's going to try to throw you out of a window and is fine with it. Yep. Which... What would you like to do? Uh... <laughs> I think I think I don't have a choice except to try to throw the bodyguard out first. <laughs> Next <time. laughs> I, I like I can I can sense that uh, my life is in danger. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I know that I have dirt on literally everybody that's there. Mm -hmm. And so maybe in my expose or in my my last will and testament somewhere, all of that dirt exists. Except okay. the dirt that I really want to have, because I, I wasn't able to bring in a recorder or anything to be able to, like, you know, upload any of this information. Maybe they just need more motivation. I think... <laughs> oh no. I still think I tried to throw the bodyguard out the window. Okay. If, if he's gonna if he's gonna try to get me out, he goes first. Roll a brawling check against his brawling check. Oh lord. I got a thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who is this All right. lady? So oh he God. like as you're you're reeling from the shock attack, he puts his arm under your shoulder and is getting ready to drag you. Tell me what happens to this guy. <laughs> he puts his arm under my shoulder. But I take his arm that is that is, you know, trying to get under me and I fling him out the window <laughs> with a roundhouse throw. He's gone and out of here and you could hear him screaming all the way down. The gravity zone. <laughs> Not again! <laughs> it's back. All right. 
He goes flying up. Everybody in the room stares at you. <laughs> Just. You saw what happened to him? Liam, you're gonna give me the answers that I want, or you're next. You open that window, you're gonna tell me everything that you know. Roll, uh, roll an interrogation check. With the just defenestrated a guy bonus. <laughs> All right. Nice vocab, though. That is nice. Thank you. It's one of my favorite words. All right. Quickly reading the room. Lee, you can already tell Liam is going from dispose of the problem mode to panic mode, but still we outnumber you mode. That being said, perhaps some of the other people in the room might be a little more willing to talk, especially if you can continue to change the... Uh, the way things are going. Just keep throwing bodies out. <laughs> I see bodyguard number two. <laughs> How many of you do I have to yeet to make this happen? All right. Basically. Get her! The bodyguard looks at looks back at Liam. You know, he's going to take a loyalty test. <clears throat> he pulls out his his taser steps away from the window and says, uh, boss, close that fucking thing. Close it. Just, just, just close it. Can you just close that? <laughs> uh, meanwhile, in cyberspace, he's not even gonna get near you while that thing is still open. He's like, we can handle this! But without the 100-story drop. In cyberspace, there is a hellhound who's going to go ahead and trigger right now. There's an enemy netrunner, and there is a skunk. Roll an interface check to see if you can outrun this new hellhound. Interface you have doesn't Speedy have any, here. Interface doesn't have any stat attached to it, right? It's that is correct. That's why all the numbers are normally a lot lower than normal. Yeah. But you get plus two on this for Speedy Gonzalez. Gosh. All right. Uh, roll interface to defend yourself. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. Yeah, nope, that'll work. You've absolutely successfully blocked it. Netrunner doesn't get to go until his actual next turn. The skunk also goes on initiative count 20, so neither nobody gets to make any other moves now that it's finally your turn. You've got a control node in the square, you've got a skunk, you've got a netrunner, you've got a hellhound, and you've got two different directions you can run. Um, and I don't really know what's in what direction. Correct. I am gonna fly down. All right. Roll against the Hellhound's percept. Roll one interface check, and the Hellhound is gonna oppose you. All right, you got an eight. The Hellhound oh, is no. still on the hunt. The skunk. Just, I can't miss right now. Oh my I can't God. miss. This is the karmic tides turning after the phase three finale. Is. Yeah. It actually is. <laughs> All right, so the bad news is they're both still hunting you, but you can still move. What direction do you want to go? Moving down. Okay. You've encountered another killer. Hi. I'm going to move to the left. Not before he tries to get you. Oh, good. 
You've now stepped into his territory. Roll an interface check. Plus two for Speedy Gonzalez. Nine. Oh my god. He's got oh that Yajitsu draw. Roll to defend yourself. He's attacking your Speedy Gonzalez program. He's gonna hit. How much does Speedy Gonzalez have? Seven. Alright, yep, that's gone too. And the killer enters the initiative count. You have used one net action. I am going to activate... Uh, let me check between armor and shield. The one that mm -hmm. negates four damage. Not the one that negates the first uh, armor. I'm activating armor. <clears throat> okay. And then an I'm... armor program active. And then I'm going to use my last turn. Uh, it looks like I can go to the left. Yeah, there's another branch. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to the left. Okay. You still have a net action. You slid and you activated your armor, right? Yeah. That's right. So I'm going to try and uh, unlock this password. All right. Roll for it. Come on, game. Give me something, man. Oh, I've rolled my. like five ones. <laughs> <laughs> a six is not going to cut it. No, I didn't expect so. All right. That'll be it. It is Liam's turn. Liam is going to close the window before anyone else gets yeeted into oblivion. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to yell at Carlisle, have your man do something about this! Deal with her! And he's going to just move to the other side of the room over here. It's Carlisle's turn. He's going to tell Brick what he said! Deal with her! And Brick, this big old solo, is uh. going to move forward. He's going to take both of his... He's just going to move to get around to the other side of you, and he's going to gesture at the bodyguard. He takes his whole time just to move into position. Jerax, it's your turn. There's a waiter still out here. Yeah, this waiter's just over here hiding. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you had a clever plan that involved the waiter, Jax. Not really. Um, how do I play this off? Nobody in here has a gun. Except, actually, his bodyguards have guns. No one else has a gun. Okay, I'm gonna do something very edgy. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna... Stand up straight so the leg is no longer a problem. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to unfasten the safety hatch on my cane. And I'm going to hold it out. And I'm going to let the case just slowly slide off as the lead clinks against the ground. Mm -hmm. I'm going to point it at Carlisle. Car 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 What's his name? Car Carlisle. Carlisle. That's, that's the badger. I'm going to point my, my monofilament blade katana at him. And I'm going to say, Arasaka sends their regards. You've been too slow in this entire operation. And uh, I'm going to attack Car Carlisle. Out of all the things <laughs> I expected, that was zero of them. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll an acting check, first off. I feel like I can get two birds, one stone here. If I pull it off. That's not bad. Okay. And then move yourself into position now that his bodyguard is literally on the other side of the map. 
Uh, do I have to be adjacent? To attack him with your with your yeah, katana? Yeah, yes. Okay. Not so not diagonal. No, a, a diagonal counts, but you have to be okay. like, yeah, that square counts. Okay. Okay. Well, he didn't see this coming, so give me a melee weapons attack. The first. But he got higher than you. How much luck you got? Not enough. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, you get two attacks with this thing. I do. So this is attack number two. Please roll. Hi, please. <laughs> That's pretty good. Nice. Oh, oh thank the Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Roll okay. damage with your mono katana. Almost beefed it. Come on. Give me something good here. That is not good. That's actually wow. It's, wait, yeah, that's really bad actually. Yeah, it's it's pretty tragic. But here's the thing: he's not wearing his normal armor. He's wearing like lighter armor, which your mono katana completely ignores. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I keep on doing the wrong thing with his health. He's not seriously injured yet, but you just took a slice. You just run up to him. The first one completely whiffs. You were too busy looking cool. The second one. <laughs> The hit is good. And what's the reaction from everybody? NANI! <laughs> okay, okay. That was the reaction I was looking for. Yeah. Ev everybody's completely taken aback. Uh, Natalie, it's your turn. Now, you were- a moment ago, you had no idea what was going on. Now, nobody on that balcony has any idea what's going on, Jerax. Natalie, what do you do? Um, so I haven't seen any payoff from the seeds that I have sown so far, yes? Yeah, but that's mostly uh, because I should have had this guy show up a moment ago. So it's not your fault. Actually, yeah, this guy would go before you. So uh, what I am going to say... Right, so you told him to save them, to stop them from doing it because she had the thing. Okay, so... Effectively, they are trying to capture her, not throw her out the window. Uh... That being said, you see the security officer from earlier who was checking everybody in has now entered the room. Hmm. What would you like to do? Huh. Well, no one in this room seems alarmed, right? The people on the right-hand side are still drinking at the tables. I mean, no, these guys are still chilling. They all fall silent. Everyone's fallen silent. Nobody's saying anything. Oh, well, uh... Natalie's not climbing the corporate ladder by standing out or making good choices, so she's just gonna stay <laughs> seated and uh, mm -hmm. messaging the group. Um, Party sucks! What's the bail plan? <laughs> Alright. The skunk program in cyberspace was not successfully evaded, so it's going to catch up, and it's Actually, it's just sort of following you around because it already tagged you with the minus two to slide check. So it's just gonna... <laughs> the Hellhound is going to give chase and it's going to try to fry your brain. You res the armor didn't program, I, didn't right? I, didn't I stop the Hellhound? Or was that the yes. killer? Is that not the no, same thing? No, you... Okay, you, okay, okay. You're right. Okay. You got the Hellhound, not the killer. Let me put a little sad face on him. All right, so he's done. So, yep, skunk. 
killer. The killer is going to chase you down, and he's going to just try to keep frying your programs. You have armor up right now, right? I do. All right. Roll to defend yourself. How do I, I increase 10. my interface points? You save up your improvement points and spend it on interface. But I... There isn't anything that it fits under for the skill. It is your role ability, so it is considered a difficult skill. Okay, thank you. Yes, no worries. Didn't un did not know that was uh, not communicated. That probably would have changed some choices earlier on. I apologize. Oh no, you're fine. I probably just read it wrong. All right, it is going to damage your armor. Is 14 enough to get it? That is enough. All right. So they're just sort of chasing you around. You got rid of the one that, the one that can kill you isn't chasing you, so that's good at least. The other net runner. Hmm. What is he going to do? Hmm. Yeah, you know what? He's just gonna he's just gonna come running after you. Shows up in the server and just tries to poke you. He's going to do it three times because he has nothing better to do. Roll an interface check to defend yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. I got a minus one. <laughs> you got a minus one. <laughs> uh, well, in case of a tie, the defender wins. So this is just, this is like drunken brawling right now in the matrix. <laughs> He's going to give it another shot. Roll to defend yourself. Got a 12 this time. Take four points of damage, and he's going to try to zap you again. Roll one more time. He literally is just spamming his uh, his net actions to try to get rid of Finally. you. Finally. Oh, wow. Okay. Holy smokes. Got him on the back foot. All right. It is Jonah's turn. Jonah, seeing the security officer enter the room... He messages the group chat. Ledges within <laughs> ledges within thirty meters of balcony? Question mark. Kind of busy right now. Don't think I would be responding. <laughs> it is Zara's turn. Sorry, go Are ahead, Jack. Are there any? Uh, I will let you get that information on your turn. Sure. Zara, what? What would you like to do? Jarek's just drew a katana. This guy is behind you. Oh boy. And the um, window's closed. My, my, my lucky window. Darn it. Um, <laughs> I definitely want to skedaddle away from this guard that mm -hmm. is behind me. I almost want to go towards the door so I'm not close to the window anymore. Mm -hmm. But still in close enough distance that I can maybe do something about this bodyguard that is in front okay. of me. Because he's gonna he's gonna be able to get me no matter what. And I, I'm I'm also banking on the fact that maybe Carlisle's bodyguard might go to Carlisle's rescue here. Mm -hmm. So I am going to see I got five points of movement here. Yes, you can move up to no six. You can move up to six squares. Ooh. Ooh. I don't really want to be in the 
sure though. I I think oh, so. Who who's the guy behind uh, the second bodyguard again? I don't know this, who he is. This right? guy is Carlisle's personal bodyguard. Yes, so you've the got, one that's behind well, me. Yeah, that is Carlisle's personal bodyguard. This is Liam's personal bodyguard. Ah. Uh, Liam Soltz. Uh. Ha. Huh. I know. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna spend my entire turn going, going over to Liam. Okay. So twelve squares. Yep, that's fine. You just juke past everybody and you run up on him. Nice. Yes. You now have a guy wielding a katana between you and everyone else who has a weapon in the room. Tactically mm -hmm. positioned. <laughs> the security officer who just came in says, uh, esteemed guests, we have a small security issue. I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. Meanwhile, on the balcony, swing, swing, swing. Please bear with us for a moment, relax, enjoy our hospitality, and uh, we'll have this cleared up in just a moment. And he's going to walk directly over to the table that has been knocked over. <laughs> <laughs> Roll persuasion check, Natalie. There we go. Teen. And uh, you know what? I got some luck, so let's slap on the remainder. I got two luck I'm going to put up on that one. Fifteen. Okay. Excellent. He, he looks at you. He looks at the rest of the guests as if he's just giving everyone a once-over, waiting for the facial wreck to kick in. The bodyguard out on the balcony, having been outmaneuvered, is going to... Yeah, he's not that fast. <laughs> he's going to run up on Jerax and... Uh, no, actually, he's not going to run up on Jerax. He's going to run to here and pull a gun on Jerax. He has a pistol. He works here. He's allowed to do that. But he can't attack in the same round. So he pulls a gun on the guy with the mono katana. Great move. The Frizz, it's <laughs> your turn. What do you do? Um... Well, I don't really know what this password's for. A lot of things trying to kill me. So, uh, if I slide, oh, I guess if I slide, I have to slide for every single one of the people in here. Right, and you, yes, correct. Um, um I'm gonna try and unlock, and you can't this, go... unlock this password. All right, give me an interface check. <laughs> Six won't do it, you wanna try again? Yeah, one more time. Roll it. All right, 11. You cracked it. Yeah. You have one net action remaining. Oh, uh, what's in the password? Hmm? Oh, what just access it? down to the next floor. Oh, then I'm going to go down to the next floor. Okay, is this a slide or are you just moving? Moving. I'm okay. dead. I'm, I'm going as far <laughs> as I can now. Just run it down mid. All right, you have encountered an asp. It looks like a, a golden scaled serpent. It hisses at you nastily. And it, uh, roll an interface check to outrun it. Ah, it's a fast, it's a fast little thing. can I roll? Okay, it's gonna attack you. Roll to defend yourself. I got a nine. You have a 50% chance of success. Ah, Are you no, out of luck? I don't, I don't have a 50% chance of success. 
Oh, you needed to roll five or higher. So actually, you had a sixty percent chance of success. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, you got any more programs installed on your deck? Nope. All right. Oh, well, installed or at or res? In installed, not resed. Oh yeah, I have a few. What do you got? I got uh, or I have armor, hellbolt, banhammer, sword, deck crash. How many is that? Five. And Speedy Gonzalez, was it deleted or was it just derezzed? Destroyed. Oh, the, the killer deleted it. Destroyed so then that's the same it. thing gone. with Shield as well. Yep. Okay, cool. All right, so how many programs do you have installed on your deck right now? Five. Five? All right, cool. Not anymore. Whatever that oh. third one in order is, the Aspa deletes it. Oh, thank you. Okay, it was armor that was uh, destroyed. Uh... Yep. So wait, what happens? The third program in order on your list that's on your net, your deck that isn't even active yet is destroyed from your deck. Ban hammer's gone. Yep. Now you still have a net action and you can just keep hauling Oh, that's if you exactly want. what I'm going to do. I'm going to flip it off and I'm just going to keep running. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have encountered another password. You still have a net action crack left. Crack it! Crack it! <laughs> Come on! Roll it. Give me a 10! You cracked it! Yeah! The train doesn't down. stop! Move it down! Let's go! <laughs> Alright. There's another hellhound down ahead. Roll oh, an interface check. This? Oh my gosh. Okay. 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 Yeah! That's what I'm talking about! That's Get not pumped. bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. Oh yeah, no, that's really good. Never mind. I saw the 10. You outran it. What do you want to do? I'm running. I'm running. I'm still going. <laughs> I don't know why I'm running like this, but that's how I run. <laughs> you have reached the bottom of the network. There is a file here. Labeled D6. You're out oh, of I, net action. Yeah, I can't do anything, so... All right, well, if you survive this next round of just hell, then you can get the money and leave. Woo! That seems to be my MO, usually. Okay, uh... God, what would you do if you were in Liam's shoes right now? Like... Obviously, tell me all the information that I want to know. Yeah, he, he seems so pretty reticent to do that. He seems pretty <laughs> reticent. Okay, he has also learned that you apparently have a kill switch installed, or at least he's been told you have a kill switch. You don't know this. So, he's going to yell, take her alive. I don't know what he's yelling about. Deal, deal with this. And he's just going to run. He's going to use all of his movement to get to the door and throw the door open. The door is now open. Yes. Nice. So he just runs over the door and throws it open. He doesn't care that you're yelling about Arasaka. You were yelling about that to Carlisle. Carlisle is apparently impacted. But right now, Liam is just trying to dip. It is Carlisle's turn. You rolled an acting check last round to tell him that he was being killed because of... Failure. I never said he was being killed. That's true, that's true. All right. It's important for what's to come. 
Hmm. Hmm. How does he deal with this? Yes, the sword passed its acting <laughs> check to convince him he's being killed. Thank you. That's that's correct. <laughs> okay, you know what? I think uh, plan A is to not negotiate. Plan A is to exhaust all non-negotiation options. He is going to haul. He's fast. He's going to use his entire turn to put himself behind Brick, his bodyguard. Hmm. I guess I should roll Hatch in as well. his initiative it is very very high oh dear oh my god holy smokes that's pretty good all right well i mean he's been sitting around watching everything go down so i guess he should probably get off of his butt and get to work all right so yeah for starters he's just gonna run it and put a literal brick between himself and you jerax it's your turn What's his uh, name? You... carlisle carlisle ran to this other side of the map yeah his net runners here liam's bodyguard and liam are both here could he still hear me if i started monologuing oh yeah 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 yeah. okay all right uh i would start by saying uh i think i would you know i think i would shake off the blood and sheath mm -hmm. the blade slowly deliberately mm -hmm. to show them that you know whatever's done is done and i'd say saburu uh, saburo arasaka asked for just a pinky finger off your hand, but I will settle for a slice of your stomach instead. Next time you fail him, it will be your head. And uh, and I'm going to begin to just walk out like I own the fucking place. Okay, roll an acting check. I, I think that's the only way I'm getting out of this. Is if I convince them that I have a bigger corporation backing me. Ooh. I think I'm quite convincing. Do you have any luck? No. <laughs> I want. I want. I'm. I'm hoping that Carlisle will understand that he's done some wrong here, given the fact that he's just repeatedly fucked up. I know that he's in bed with Arasaka. I'm using that against him. I know that they probably both feared him, given the fact that a monofilament-bladed assassin has just wandered into the party and openly harmed him in front of everyone. I'm, I'm hoping this all plays into my favor, um, but uh, I think Jarex might be dead. <laughs> okay, um, you want to, like... No, that bodyguard, he's got a gun on you. He's not going to let you pass. He's not going to let you just walk past him. So if you're, if you're trying to walk... You can already tell that he's going to block you. Oh, really? Yeah. What's the outside look like? Roll perception check. Okay. Yona was asking about the ledges. Yeah. Mm. Okay. There is a... It's high wind, but there is an outcropping. It's not even a proper platform, just like a niche between two different uh, parts of the superstructure that is within grapple hook on another one of the, of the spires here. You'd be exposed to the high wind at this altitude, but it is grappleable. But there's a sheet of this plexiglass between you and that. Okay, well, hmm, how far is this? Oh, perfect distance. Um, all right, well, I'm going to then pick up my thing. 
That window's closed again. Oh, I Remember. know. I know. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm gonna walk over here. Mm -hmm. Turn around. Look at Liam. And I'm going to say, open it. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, we'll see what and, happens. And never fail us again. We'll, we'll see what happens. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, Natalie, it is your turn. What would hmm. you like to do? Uh, the door has opened. What does it look like when Liam crosses the threshold into the room where everyone's still kind of chill but silent because of the security guy? Well, you see Jarex's neon green Sora from Kingdom Hearts pants billowing dramatically somehow as he stands against the window with nice. the mono katana. <laughs> yes, thank you, Patrick Bateman, as he stands there. Uh, you can see a bodyguard with a gun drawn pointing it out. You can just see, like, the corner of him. But you don't see a pile of blood or anything like that. Hmm. Ah. Uh, yeah, my... Um... What Natalie would like to do here is encourage everyone to move onto the balcony as if it was time for cake and the big surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Um, again, she's had a little bit to drink. She's not really thought through this plan. But when the door opens, she goes, Oh, it's time! Come on, everybody! Let's go out! We should go to the balcony! Come on! I don't know how convincing she is. <laughs> Roll persuasion check. <laughs> We're all gonna Please. die. I got two luck left. That's where they're going. Okay. If I could just send more bodies out there to confuse the space, I don't know. All right. The power players and information brokers of Night City are not convinced. Mm. They may be convinced that you're harmless by this, but they're not convinced that there is, in fact, cake on the balcony. Okay. That's Well, I can continue under the idiot premise that I assume there's cake, right, towards the balcony? Yeah, the officer who's just came in is, is going to say, ma'am, stay where you are. Oh, but the, the surprise... What do you mean? <laughs> uh, <stay> <laughs> uh, put Jonah back. It's not his turn. He moves oh, on his sorry, turn. Sorry, Jonah, stay. What are you doing? You crazy? He's so drunk. <laughs> That's just what he's like. <laughs> okay. Uh, the netrunner is going to step away here between the lady who defenestrates people and the guy with the <laughs> the blade, and he's just gonna chill for a moment. The skunk is going to follow in the network. The skunk is going to follow the frizz all the way down to the bottom and just be like, yeah! <laughs> it's no longer making its fun noise. The second killer is going to follow you, but you have no programs res right now, right? All your res programs are destroyed. That's right. Yeah, it can't do anything. Hard the hell. Plan. The Hellhound, on the other hand, is able to follow you. It's going to run down, barking at your heels, and it's going to try to eat your brains. Okay. I understand. You're going to run into a problem where I have too many blocks open and things are getting lost. Roll an interface check to defend yourself. Ow. You take seven points of damage, and unless it's fortified against this, your deck is on fire. It is fortified against it. 
Your deck is not on fire. It's the other Netrunner's turn. The other Netrunner is going to run all the way down into the bottom and just try to zap your in, mind. In between two ki like mad killers on a balcony? Come on, Joe. Think about it. Would you be doing <laughs> oh, that? It's not him. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the guy who... This guy doesn't even work here. This guy does work here. This guy was hiding behind door number one. And, uh... Yeah, he's just going to try to fry your brain. Roll three interface checks. You block the first one, you block the second one, you block- Just float like a butterfly. Let's go. Yes. I want to think that it's my iguana, like, like phasing in and out and, like, doing its, like, uh, cloaking mechanism. Mm hmm There's, like, all these programs absolutely clogging up cyberspace, and the iguana's just floating around amongst them, blending in with each of them. Now I'm a hellhound. Now I'm an asp. Now I'm a this. Now I'm a that. Actually, yeah, you did. Did you slide away from the asp? I don't think you did. You just yeah. ran past it. Uh, I only yeah, slid. I, I only slid against one thing. Okay, yeah, I forgot to add the asp to the party, so it's here to see if it can cost you a few more eddies by deleting another program. Roll to defend yourself one more time. Eight. Eleven. You got four programs left, right? Mm-hmm. And ours. I'll roll one before on the on the app. Program number four is no more. It's my deck crash. I haven't even been able to use it. That would have really come in handy just now. I know. Lucky. All right. It is Jonah's turn. <clears throat> well, Jonah's loyal to me, but he is a little bit concerned for Ms. Frizz here, who he noticed has been crying mm -hmm. and seems very upset. He's um, bleeding from several... Yeah, just spontaneously starts bleeding, I guess, when these things mm -hmm. happen. I get really emotional. <laughs> yeah, he's like, is this a period? And he like, <laughs> he's gonna kind of split the distance between me and Miss Frizz. Well, there's um, blood coming out of your eye sockets. That's brain damage. That's completely different. I don't know. It's coming out of the wherever. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he doesn't want to, like, he's going to take, like, one, like, step away, but he knows he might have to help her, or help me, mm -hmm. so he's just going to be okay. there, ready. Alright, Jonah wants to make it clear that if it comes down to it, you take whatever exit you can get, okay? Yes, we did bring the grapple gun. Alright, Zara, it's your turn. He, does, he still doesn't want to talk. He doesn't want to. He's been talked out of killing you, but he's still not under enough pressure to actually give up his secrets. And you're not sure if the tide is turning in that direction at the moment. I bet he would talk if I had a gun on his head. Well, you don't have a gun. Where would you get a gun? I'm gonna steal it from the bodyguard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Naturally. All right. You you just walk up on him and you're gonna. All right, go for it. Move on up and roll a brawling check. I'm going to do it here. Got a 17. Holy smokes. Oh, damn. The gun is now in your hands. So uh, how many actions do I have left? None. Okay. I, I just have the gun now. It's mine. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Excellent. 
Alright. The uh, security officer. Hmm. Hmm. He sees the door opening and he sees his boss yelling. He's going to move in that direction. Yeah, he's going to move in that direction. He moves in as if to cut off Natalie from going outside. Then he turns around and sees this lady with glowing red hair and a giant pink bow and a goddamn gun leveled at him. And that's all he can do. His turn is up. Uh, the bodyguard is going to try to take the gun back. Roll an opposed brawling check, Zara. I got a 13. Yeah! He does not oh, have no, the no, gun back. No, he does not. Let's go, Zara. <laughs> I don't think so. All right, the Frizz, it's your turn. I want to take that file. Give me that file. All right. You snag the file with one net action. Um, and then I'm going to flip off all the, like, res, like, or all the enemies again, and then I'm going to run back the other way. Oh, you're, you're not logging out? Nope. I have two <laughs> net actions. And you're not sliding? You're just nope. booking it? Yeah. Okay. All right. I run all the way here, and then I run over here, and I can go mm -hmm. down, correct? Correct. You can go down. I want to go down. Okay. <laughs> There's another file down here, and this is the bottom of this branch. I want to obtain this file. Okay, two net actions. Yoink! Oh, I don't need to roll for that? Nope. You get the file. Um, I'm going to... It takes a net action, though. All right, and you DC, you safely jack out of the network, and you are back in meat space, and you have movement if you'd like to use it. Uh, this door that's in front of me that I kind of have blocked, uh, is mm -hmm. it unlocked? No, it is locked. You oh. did not end up controlling any of the control nodes that might have unlocked it. Okay. Now, that's, that's... you can use an action to do electronics and security check, but you are out of actions. Yes. Uh, then I'm just going to keep crying, but like kind of like pull myself out of it, but like there's still... You know, anything that would have facial recognition, my face is just covered in, like, makeup and snot, and it's all bright red. Like, there's no way that, like, anyone could recognize my face right now. I love it. All right, and you're good to stay where you are? Yeah. It's Liam's turn. He sees that Zara has the gun. He swears and bolts and ducks around the corner. I'm just not going to open my window. How about the window? And the window opens. Oh, thank God. He's going to move first. He's going to get himself into cover first, by all means. Then he's going to open your window. That is open again. The, the howling wind makes it difficult to hear anything up here. Carlisle is going to cram himself back into this corner so that he's as secure as possible from the Howling Wind. Jerex, it's your turn. What would you like to do? I gotta think of something cool to say to Carlisle before I jump. Hmm. <laughs> are there any ledges that are actually closer that wouldn't require me to grapple? Oh, you're muted. Everyone gains one IP because I was muted. Uh, oh. Roll a perception check. Well, <laughs> you have no idea. Jeez. Huh. 
I mean that. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't. I was like, that kind of looks close <laughs> down there. Yeah, that's the. That's the. That's. Yeah. I wouldn't know that. I should have just put like a gigantic crack of doom to represent the fact that that's the street. Yeah. Or like really shrunk it, you know. But I know where the uh, my grapple location is, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Um. I think I've already got the message across, you know, I'm an assassin sent by Arasaka, sent by Saburo himself, mm -hmm. you know, just really nailing the fear factor. Um, what's, can I, would you give me a free action to see what Kala's looking like? Yeah, uh, he's not critically injured. He's just in full defense mode right now. Like you oh, definitely okay. took a chunk out of his health. You didn't get him down to half health and he is literally just, Rick, help me for the love of God. I was trying to get a human perception check to see if, like, you know, has it sunk in? Would I just notice yeah. it's yeah. sunk in? Okay, all right. I'm, I'm not even going to... Should he I seems, say something he, cool? Here's the thing, though. He seems confused almost more than anything else. He seems yeah. extremely confused. Yeah, he would be. <laughs> I'm confused. Um, what's something cool? Yeah, I mean, I've already said don't fail us. You know, it's like... Oh, it's kind of do like whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna tear my jacket off, and it turns out I have my trench coat underneath this entire time. <laughs> just and now, just now it's billowing in the in the wind, and I'm gonna jump away and grapple away. All right, this is your signature trench coat, right? Uh huh. Okay. All right. All right. Go. <laughs> so you and then you fire the grapple and Some, you vanish. Somehow, yeah. Somehow I tear off the the suit jacket in one smooth motion. I don't know. How well, that I mean, the, for the husbandos, that's really important for that, right? That's a, oh, that's a critical yeah. feature. Of course. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I I go into my pocket and I take the the trademarks sunglasses out and I put mm -hmm. them on and then I I take one look at him and I and I grapple away. There you go. You, you can't hear him because of the howling wood, but you can see him just in utter dumbfounded, mouthing the words, Ashwater? What the <laughs> fuck? And then you're into the I'm night. <laughs> oh, he's so confused right now. Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> Natalie, it is your turn. Okay. There is an escape path. Yes, but I realized I forgot something on my last turn. I only moved once to do anything else, right? right? Was that double movement? Mm -hmm. if yeah, you'll you allow just it, moved. What I'd like to do is double back to the clout guy, ask him for a business card, and then I'm going to book it out of there. <laughs> but I was hoping uh, I could he... do my leftover movement to be like, oh, excuse me, one sec. And then go. <laughs> uh, he, he's not in the mood right now. Like, e even though he's a, a supreme networker, he still doesn't think that you're really in anybody. And like, there's people running around with guns and stuff. So, well, business check. If you absolutely <laughs> nail this, he'll quietly slip it to you on the side. But it has to be just out of this world. Oh dang! Like my hair is like crazy. Like I'm a little bit like kind of drunk still. <laughs> One minute, please, just before I go. <laughs> no! Can you trim Oh my god! Oh, Oh, I manifested it! <laughs> what have I done? Right, he, he's not even looking at you. He just slides you his card. I will... This is a character from Night City. I will give you some information on him down the line. But yeah, that... that what, what, what was I expecting to happen? Like, logically. Logically. <laughs> I don't know, man. 
It's the classic blunder. Okay. All right. Yeah. No. Some something about he's like, you know what, kid? I like your gumption, and he just gives you his business card with his number <laughs> on there, and you now have the contact information for one of the supreme favor brokers of my city. Okay. That's <laughs> that's fine. What now? Yeah, I'm just gonna run back towards the balcony, but I also want to be like, Jonah, Friss, come on. Okay. Just call me yeah. by my name. Uh, that, that's, that's a Frizz's Sheraton. <laughs> you know what? You're drunk. I think there's a good odds that you might have said that other thing. Now, but was I, anyone paying close attention? Miss. Who knows? I was Take all the movement. A lot. It's not good. Uh, all the movement. I want. Okay, yeah, I just. Uh, yeah, because you're double moving this here. turn, right? Boom. Yes. All right. Jerox is flying off into the night. You don't have enough actions to move, but. And when I come into this room, I'm like, hi, everybody. Like, they don't know I'm a bad guy, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Hatch, the Netrunner, who didn't get the chance to join in on, on the fun earlier because of the way that you guys went about things. He's just going to take his moment here to go chill with the waiter who's hiding. He's going to use all of his movement to get behind this lantern. Just get out of sight. She's got a gun. Duck and cover. Run. Alright. Well, the skunks and the killer and the hellhound, none of them matter. The netrunner is still in the system and is controlling things and is going to make a basic tech check here. Frizz, roll, justify a skill check, and if you don't have anything use cool for me that you're using for, because you didn't, like, go out and buy, which could totally be a thing, you didn't buy facial recognition thwarting makeup, specifically. No. So, give me, like, an acting role, or if you or if you can pitch something else, give me that. I mean, between, you know, I'm, I'm taking on this role of what I heard was the peak of 90s socialite, or early 2000s, I don't mm. remember when Paris Hilton was the thing. But she wears a lot of makeup, and so Miss mm -hmm. Frizz isn't probably too knowledgeable on it. She's definitely not wearing waterproof makeup, so it's just mm -hmm. staining her entire face. She's been fake crying an entire like for like the last ten minutes, which has made her face super like red and probably puffy. Her hair is mm -hmm. probably all messed up. She's got her shades on too, so there's a lot of things that's kind of like distorting and altering her face. She's also have like an ugly cry face. Like it doesn't like it's, uh, like that. It doesn't look like her, right? Yeah, I I just noticed your character apparently has several ranks in conceal reveal object. Uh, yeah, a lot actually. Okay, roll to conceal your face. <laughs> oh no, should I've been using that a lot? <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, he's trying to beat the algorithm. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I do. All right. It is Jonah's turn. He is, is he running after you or is he waiting for the frizz to extract? He is stressed as heck trying to make that choice right now. Uh, mm. does actually, frizz you know what? The frizz like... needs to go first. The frizz needs to get to actually right. get to take her turn. Cause I deleted her from the initiative order. Cause I deleted internet frizz instead of well, space go. frizz. So take your turn. Me? Okay, uh, while I'm crying and there's just so much going on and I just, I just don't understand. 
Um, I'm guessing since Natalie's going in that direction, Miss Frizz can also go over here. So I think mm. I have six moves. I have five moves. So I'm going to move. I think that was five right there. And I'm going to start making my way to an open window, which I don't know why. Do we all have grappling hooks? Was that something that was predetermined? It's sort of standard operating procedure for the rest of the team, but it's not always something that everyone does. So this is about to get real interesting because I don't know if Zara has a grappling hook. Yeah, we made the <laughs> choice that I don't. So I'm super fucked. <laughs> How much can a grappling hook carry though? Can I like scoop Zara and then like Jonah can like scoop Frizz? You can certainly try. Oh my gosh. We're gonna die, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm just I'm just cry stumbling, uh, and I'm pretending to be drunk as well, but I'm completely sober. Right. Towards the. Do you door. want a double move? Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Mm -hmm. uh, is this dude just like letting me pass by drunkenly? Uh, roll an athletics check. He yeah. is sort of trying to control the doorway, but she's got a gun. Oh, that works. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, uh, I believe that was mm -hmm. four. Maybe that was five. You are here. Five. All right. Yeah. All right. It is Jonah's turn. Seeing as the rest of the team is evacking, Jonah is going to go ahead and with his six move, I'd say he's going to do the same. Right. So he can come right up here with Natalie. Mm -hmm. Uh, and Natalie, when he gets there, he takes out his grappling hook and, like, locks eyes with Natalie. And Natalie takes hers and locks eyes with him. But no one else, I guess, is pulling out grappling hooks. So that's when they would start to think about maybe expanding their plan mm -hmm. of evac. All right. Jonah's going to offer to help expel Zara. He's waving you down. You have this bodyguard at gunpoint. Liam is around the corner. This security officer coming behind him is heavily armed. He's got a shotgun. It's not drawn, but it's on his back. This guy's in full body armor. You've got this bodyguard on the ropes, but there's another one behind him, heavily armored. What do you do? I feel like I'm not going to get any more information, but Carlisle did spill the beans on quite a bit of what I wanted to know, which is that there is some amount of involvement between Arasaka and... Um, the the Rockland Augmentics group, and I feel like that's that's all I needed to know to to start my journey. As much as I would love to, you know, I, I'm not going down without taking one of the bodyguards with me. I I I I, I grab. Can I can I grab bodyguard? You already killed two? one. <laughs> can I grab bodyguard two? Have. Jonah, take me and him with me and drop the bodyguard as we leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's what we can do. That's a lot of movement. Because you'd have to grab this guy and then you'd have to move. And he would have a chance to get away from you on his turn, right? Yes. So you could pull the classic human shield. Grab him and hold him at gunpoint and back away. Yes. All right. You have to beat him in a, in a brawling check. Okay. But if you beat him in a brawling check, you've now got him at gunpoint. All right. Roll it. 
So, have you, have we talked about luck? I haven't added any. Can I add it now? You can add it now. You have to beat him, so you need to spend four points of your I'm luck. I'm spending four points of luck, and I'm gonna okay. take him with me. All right. Because we needed so, we need a shield so that everyone can get away safely. Okay, so you're gonna take him hostage. Yeah. All right. <sighs> Nobody. Well, what do you? It's it's your floor. What do you do with this guy when you've got him like at gunpoint? What do you do or say? Oh, man. Put me on the spot like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, like, you know, like, screw you, Rocklet Augmentix. I know exactly what you're up to. And whether or not Liam's going to spill the beans or not, you know I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Carlisle, you know where to find me. Nowhere, 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 nowhere. <laughs> All right. So... With a hostage in the end, uh, you're able to swing off into the night, backing away. Is there anything else the team was going to try to do on the way out? Um, while we're going out, I'm also going to say, like, oh, no, me, Paris Sheraton, being taken hostage by these crazed maniacs. I'm not associated with them whatsoever. And I'm going to pretend that I'm also being, like, hijacked by Jonah as he carries me away. <laughs> Jonah's just like... <laughs> oh, no, stop, please, stop. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget i dropped the bodyguard too when we're getting away i was gonna that's gonna be the capstone on this right <laughs> that's my last All right. action roll kelly roll an acting check 1d10 plus cool is, Ooh, i have a five cool i'm kind of cool you're pretty cool <laughs> you wouldn't know it <laughs> looking at me 13 all right everyone's like hmm that wasn't very convincing but she's never been that convincing. <laughs> so really, that's completely in character. And is this a is this a business guy in the corner over here in the northeast? This guy? Yeah, the blue. He's the guy who showed up on the docks at the night market. It's his posse. That's the guy who keeps trying to kill us. Can I ask for his mm -hmm. business card? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you can ask right before like you zip off into the night. Like, hey, can I have your business card? <laughs> you need to get out. You 100% need to get out. There's guns and stuff. Okay. And then as you go flying away, Zara, like who? Jonah has Zara, right? Who who has Zara? Uh... Is it Jonah or is it Natalie? Yeah, uh, I guess if. Uh, how did the acting check go? Is that good? It's gotta be Joe. It was pretty convincing. Yeah, it's all right. good. Alright, so yeah, Joe. Then I got Zara. So, <laughs> Alright. So the three of you, the, the guy's like, I don't know if these things gonna hold! And then Zara lets go. <laughs> oh my god! God, that's brutal. <laughs> okay. He tried to throw me out the window! What was I supposed to do? You just murdered the man in cold blood. He tased me! <laughs> And Zara's clinging me for support right now, right? As I like heroically get it. Yes. Because <laughs> I just want to say, for like a moment, I remember how you treated me when I walked in the bar. <laughs> I just squeeze you tighter when we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
right, we went late, so we're going to call it there. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll find out what happens to our heroes next time. Thank you so much, Necra, for being the absolutely bloodthirsty yeah. investigative reporter. It was <laughs> hilarious. A lot of fun. <laughs> Thanks for having me. And yeah, everyone tune in next week when Red Sky City returns. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.